It's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. It's another f- nice installment of the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. Tugboats, bitches. <laughs> Bunch of fucking tugboats. Hi, I'm Dan. My name's Adam. You go first, Scoobs. All right, I'm Ryan. Josh, you can set this one out. <laughs> it's Josh Wills. He's tired. I feel tired. <laughs> I had Rigby watch that last night. <laughs> what is that? Old school? Yeah. It's a great movie. Dude, I make my kids watch Big Trouble in Little China. What's up, guy? You lonely? <clears throat> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Rigby? How old's your, your oldest offspring? Nine. Damn. Mm. So is he, has he seen Total Recall yet? No. So 10 probably you'll show him Total Recall? I'd show it to him now. I don't give a shit. I just don't ever think to watch Total Recall. Yeah. My oldest offspring turned eight today. And I said, fuck you. I got a podcast, kid. <laughs> Happy birthday, nerd. Happy birthday. I tried Bye. to get my kids to watch a never-ending story the other night, and they fucking spaced out and left. Yeah, what I've learned is it's not about whether it's um, appropriate for your kids. It's just they don't want to watch anything. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they watch the Monster Squad, though. Yeah, I mean, oh, like solid. my kids will watch some things, but... Dad, can't we just watch this on YouTube? Dude, my yeah, kids... They just have no interest in old movies. Or mine don't, anyway. Oh, dude, my kids love Rad. Rad. Mm. Did you, that shit's out on uh, 4K uh, yeah. now. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. Yeah. Did you get a copy? No. Have they ever seen Bloodhook? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that no, the no. movie you guys watched? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought it for Ryan. Oh, you found uh, it? Yeah. Dude, no, we, I didn't find it. Fucking uh, movie what are you talking Blood, about? Blood Hook. Hawthorne Heights. What's his name? Oh, JT. 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 Yeah. We were talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. For like a whole tour. And he's like, what? oh, yeah. he finally goes, goes, explain it to me what it is once again. I was like, and I explained it what the movie is. He walked out of our dressing room, and then three minutes later, he walked back in and goes, it's Blood Hook. Here it is on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah, no, that was like way before the band. We were just like watching that on TV. At like, oh, I thought oh, it was yeah. on we tour. No, no, we were like teenagers watch this movie. But long story short, the premise: this guy <laughs> would kill people with a fishing pole. <laughs> like they'd be, giant. they'd be uh, in a canoe just making out. All of a sudden, a hook. A giant go, oh, lure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. his fishing lure you've ever yeah, seen yeah. in your life. So he would he would like cast from a distance. Yeah, to get him? yeah. It was called blood hook. Yeah, but we watched the whole thing. Yeah. Did he look like an angler? Did he have like a fishing vest and a like, tackle box and shit? I, I just remember these big ass lures and like teenagers be like totally making out in a canoe. And all of a sudden he would be like, <gasps> that's, pull him off. That's gonna be a, a watch with the band Patreon. Oh, oh I can't wait, dude. I, burbs. I've been thinking about. Yeah, we got to do the burbs first. We should do our Big own shit. Little China. Oh, yep. Like Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. Mm-hmm. Just our silhouettes of us watching it on the screen, you know? <laughs> yeah. And just roast our own shit. Uh-huh. What happened to ninja movies, though? Like, I grew up, that was like. That is weird. Ninjas were like. The whole idea of ninjas is kind of gone now. They, made, they Marsh- made it to where everyone else knows how to do martial arts, so mm-hmm. you don't need specifically I think UFC. Ninjas. Maybe UFC kind of ruined it. <laughs> it was like tough guys started doing martial arts, and then there was no more the ma- stealthy the ma- ninjas. The Matrix ruined it for everyone. Well, apparently, yeah, you might be right. action movies and martial arts movies and shit like that are still happening. They're just, you know, a lot of them are overseas. They're still like a crazy. Or just a- like straight to like VOD and all that. Yeah. Like Vision of Disorder. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch, uh, <laughs> if you watch the Corridor Crew YouTube channel, they do uh, stuntmen react to great and bad stunts. You know that whole series, and they have dudes on there showing like brand new stuff with super badass martial arts dudes that are on the level of like Jackie Chan and all those dudes. It was just mainstream culture in America yeah. in like the eighties and yeah, yeah. It's Weird. like it's, it's crazy. It was awesome. It's like any scene, you know, it's still around. It's just not mainstream right now yep and then on tour anytime i saw one of those dvds at a truck stop i'd buy it i got like 
Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Best of the Best. Lionheart. 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 I have Ameri- oh. American Ninja. American Ninja 1 and 2. I saw American Ninja 2 in the movie theater. There's like, Jackson. There's at least four of those, right? Yeah, there's five. But he was only in the first two, right? Michael Dudikoff? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, hot take. <laughs> I think... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Dude, hot take. Uh, I think like the reboot of Karate Kid with Will Smith's kid is fucking great. It's pretty cool. I it's, showed my kids. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have... You know, of course, like the nostalgia doesn't have that yeah, sweet, yeah. like Valley 80s vibe, mm-hmm. but I think it's it great. Was cool. I it was good. It. I think the reason it was good is because I was expecting like a catastrophe. You were, expe- <laughs> yeah. you were yeah. expecting the next Karate Kid? And it was Not just like, is that the third oh, okay. one? No, that's that cool. The fourth or fourth one, one with the girl? Her name? Yeah. yeah. What's her name? That was rough. Oh, uh, what, what is her name? Um, Who? I don't know. The next, oh. the next Karate Kid. Oh, uh, to be a famous actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Swank? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she could cut it as a boxer, but not as a karate kid, apparently. Yeah. Not back then. What, what are you guys talking Daniel about today? Russo barely oh, I was talking about Daniel Russo. Kid. 80s ninja movies for an hour and a half. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's whiny, man. So is Luke. <laughs> and so is Anakin. <laughs> yeah, is Daniel LaRusso actually a Skywalker? That's cross pollination between your two podcasts. That's fine. Crossing Josh, the streams. Josh can talk shit on Luke. It's it's a fact. Luke's a little baby. That shit's fucking genetics for that family. Super emo. Hey, as long as they don't remake the Goonies, though. Or Back to the Future. Yeah, same. Oh. That shit's holy, dude. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I heard. I thought I heard they were making the Goonies. I don't know. No. no they've they've always I? talked about making a sequel with them as okay. older people. I don't I mean, even want to see fine. that. I don't either. Nope. The new, new Ghostbusters looks kind of cool. Yeah. It's got Paul Rudd in it. Hey, but you know what I forgot about? Data, also in Indiana Jones. That's, That's right. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. I just rewatched that with my kids. These are all the movies we grew up on, people. In case you're wondering. That's why we love this. Movies. Or, um, <laughs> it's not a YouTube clip of somebody watching a movie. Right. It's not a, it's not an eight part Netflix series. It's what a, the it, fuck it, is it, the internet? It's just two and a half hours of the same story and then it's over. <laughs> I'm not bummed when something is like a really delayed sequel. Like if they made, even if they made a sequel to Back to the Future, another one, I wouldn't be bummed or like feel nostalgically assaulted. I'd just be like, oh, it's all right. But if they tried to fully reboot it, and like wipe it out and start from scratch, I would be fucking offended. It might yeah. Be, it might be a little shaky. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Like I want to watch a new Bad Boys movie. I haven't seen it. We were talking about that before we started. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. But if they totally rebooted it with new yeah, actors, I'm not on board. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. What the fuck's so funny over there? You guys missed it. I, 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 I haven't addressed the subject in a song called Time Traveling for <laughs> the fuck off and die. So, oh, yeah. so I, I have back cor- to the future sequel. I said it might be a little shaky. <laughs> <laughs> that's dark dude we were just talking well, dude, he, him on Curve Your Enthusiasm uh, you know I don't know if you guys watched that but I haven't seen him on that uh, it's fucking great they like make fun of it and he like shakes up a coke can and <laughs> hands it to him and he's like he's like wait did you fucking do that on purpose and yeah it's hilarious he, he makes awesome. fun of himself and, on the subject that's so. great dude did anybody watch the video that I sent of I said about to say Martin McFly of Michael J. Fox that's, actually that's okay. it's his name <laughs> I mean yeah he essentially he is uh playing the actual part to like, you know how the pinheads cover essentially yeah. power of love, whatever. Yeah. And he does that like ripping solo over the whole thing. That's my Michael J. Fox. Like, Oh yeah. He knows how that play. part of it. He oh, plays really, he rips dude. I sent you guys the clip. He's playing it for Huey Lewis. I just figured it was one of those, like wah, 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 wah. one of those memes you send every day. Uh, I was with, like, was like, somebody like, shitting and no. yeah, like a dick was going to pop out of yeah, his car. Or something. So I was like, eh. <laughs> no dude, it's, it's great. It like made my fucking day. Cause he's, he's super into it. And it, he's, 
it's almost like the part in Rockstar where he's like, no, you're not nailing the squeal. Like he's, yeah, he keeps yeah. doing it. And Huey Lewis is just like, better. It's great, Michael. It's really good. You know? Michael. It's, it's fucking awesome. One out of every two things you send, I have to immediately delete off my phone because my kids grab my phone. Mine too. There's just giant dicks everywhere. I just, I just delete your number every other day. So, Dude, this one of your Lose fucking my number of your... Dork. I'm looking at our text right now. This one of your fucking compounded uh, tooth. Oh, yeah. Your happens. wisdom tooth in the thing. It looks like some shit that came out of yeah. the predator's butt. <laughs> yeah. Ryan just got a tooth pulled and it was... Connected to another tooth. Yeah, it had used. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, there was two teeth fused together, and he pulled one out, and the other one came out with it. I didn't even have a cavity or anything. I just so had to have my tooth your pulled. mouth just all toothless right now. Yeah, remember when you had that crazy abscess tooth, and you had a hole in your mouth for fucking no. That was three like weeks? yeah, that was like when we were teenagers. I know. Yeah, had no, he had like blinding. He headaches. would also forget. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, like lay in his bed all day. Yeah, it was the worst. Uh, it was like air would hit it and go. <laughs> yeah, it was twelve hundred dollars for root canals, fifty nine ninety nine to pull it. I had that shit pulled. <laughs> Yeah, fifty nine, ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. No, this one's one special because I didn't have anything wrong with it. It was just sitting like below and super tight on my other tooth. That like shit would get caught in it. And Dennis was finally like, "You gotta have that pulled, man." Dennis would. Dennis, yeah. Uh, so after like five years, I finally D-money? did. It. How many? Yeah. How many dentists do you think are named Dennis? Hey, that shit started Dennis happening the on the on the Lincoln Park tour because I'd be like partying with Hubercris at nighttime, and I'd just be sitting there watching Lincoln Park, and all of a sudden, like. I'd lose vision in my right eye because the pain was so bad. Let's talk about touring. Hey, yeah. speaking of Huba Chris. Quite, quite the intro we just had. <laughs> Huba Chris, Chris Hesse, drummer of Huba Stank. I talked to him the other day. His wife was on our other podcast, the uh, on my Star Wars Who's podcast. His wife? She's that chick with the things off her head? Yeah, she. Yeah. Amy Allen. She, Amy Hesse. She, uh, she played Ayla Secura, one of the Twi'lek Jedi, the one that gets killed in that like neon forest looking uh, world yeah, on yeah, episode yeah. three. In Order 66. Um, yeah, she was on the podcast and he... So you had like a Jedi on your podcast. So that's yeah. Cool. Dope. Two How's Jedi he doing? On the podcast. He's hanging in there. He's yeah. just chilling. He's hanging in the there. Same haircut. He looks identical, dude. Like at least, <laughs> at least on Zoom, he looks like he hasn't aged. He was same my... Dude. Like, we were like ultimate wingmen that entire tour. We just... We would drink like 15 beers a night and just go every single night. This is a good segue because what we said we were going to talk about today is we want to finish our Page Avenue, the recording of Page Avenue. We want to give you insight into the rest of the recording of that record and then the touring cycle of that record, which included touring with Hoobastank on the PO, or on the Lincoln Park POD Hooverstank tour. Meteora tour. So Meteora tour. Do you guys what? remember, uh, before we start talking about Page Avenue, do I you, probably do. Do you remember wh- where we were at when we heard we got the Lincoln Park tour and who told us? No. I remember Paul Gomez telling about it. I don't know if that was the first thing or not. I remember that the... the It was Gomez. I remember that Linkin Park's management came to, to see a show where I didn't play, and we and we got the tour. Oh, shit. Maybe yeah, you weren't Gene there. Playing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gene, Gene was playing drums. I, yeah. like, I missed three shows, and that was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, these guys are really good. Drummer's sick. <laughs> yeah, that was... The, that was... Uh, that so, was a surreal moment. Whoa. Paul Gomez worked for our management company at the time. Uh, also part owner of Hurley. Yep. So he told us. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that, but yeah, we, uh, did he tell you that night? Was it that same show? It was, room probably, right? It was after was it a show like, we played in Southern California. I don't remember the exact, I was seeing if you guys knew, cause oh, I don't know. Uh, you didn't know. Okay. No, I didn't know. It, I just remember being in Southern California, uh, after loadout and all that shit being in the parking lot. It was and a go- sugar cult tour. And Gomez came up and said, Hey, yeah. Cause their manager, 
somebody came to see us, whatever. It's like when until the day I, day I die, I was starting to hit, get traction on radio and all that shit. And, um, it's like, Hey, want to open Lincoln park? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his style. He would ask questions like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you want this awesome thing? Yeah. Well, here it is. <laughs> so you remember like kind of debating it because they were so fucking big and, uh, <laughs> we were like super intimidated, like, cause we always had a problem. We were getting really big, really fast. And we were kind of freaked out to be like, shit, do we go on tour with like these bands that are this big? We wanted to kind of stay like on underground, cool guy tours. We, Some of us did. Josh did. We, we wanted to be on like a slow, steady yeah. growth rather than blow up. Just the fact that we even questioned this, this fucking idea blows my mind now, but yeah. Cause we, we literally like thought, do kids, we you know? really want to do this? It's like, it's like, fuck. And then in Lincoln park tour ended up being the fucking biggest and best tour we ever did. Probably ever will do, you know, we'll never do that again. It was the uh, fucking arena tour. 15,000 people every night. Most amazing tour ever. The catering you guys remember catering. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh. This was like January, February of 2004. Yes. Right. Yeah. This was like the first episode we're talking about eating off $2 a day yeah. going from that to Lincoln park catering. <laughs> Just I remember that whole thing. Ugh. Yeah, I remember him saying. Even he was like, "Really? For real?" Like when their manager hit him up, I was like, "Hey, man, we're." Uh, I guess they saw each other somewhere. He's like, "Oh, what's up, man? We're talking about maybe putting one of your bands on our tour." And he's like, "What?" Like, yeah, that new band, Story of the Year, or whatever. You guys want to put them on this tour? Like, you know, they're a Warner band. That you know, that's cool. He's like, "Fuck, man, yeah, are you serious? For real?" <laughs> and it just happened, and it was kind of like the perfect storm because us being on Maverick, which was under Warner. Mm-hmm. They're pushing like the radio to think single. It's mostly because they saw my uh, dick. Probably not. It's not that <laughs> impressive. Must have been my my beautiful face. I don't know. Wasn't you? Your voice. We just we had. Wasn't a lot of, you? You weren't there. We we had a lot of a <laughs> lot of heat going on at the time. Our yeah. record had just come out hey, like saw, a few months before, and they we were saw just the video. I was in it mostly. <laughs> they saw that until the day I die video. The single was like not even like on radio yet. It wasn't even really doing a whole lot no, whenever think, we got that tour. I think it was. Like by the time we were on the tour, it was. But oh. like, you know, like. Well, it was such a slow burn. Like it took the like record seven came months out, to do that record single. came out in September yeah. 2003. Uh, and then the, the, uh, the single went to radio, but it didn't get picked up until we were kind of on that tour, I feel like. Oh. Like I feel like that's when all the radio stations were like, well, fuck, they're on Linkin Park tour. We have to play them. Yeah, that was the deal. Because back in the day to get a song played on radio, it wasn't like... Because we you, didn't do the video of Anthem, sorry, until after that tour. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Johan. Yeah. It wasn't like you drop a song and it's out to the world instantly. It was still kind of old days where there were like... It was on mp3.com. Right, yeah. Sure was. Where there were like regional kind of like reps for the label that would go, actually go to radio stations and say like, hey, I'm from Warner Brothers and... You know me because I've been here before with other new bands and here's this new band and they're going to do this signing at a record store for your station. You're going to play the song. This is going to be cool. It was like this like actual like in-person partnership. Mondo. And I think like the point was planted in St. Louis. Yeah. A few other stations, but then I think K-Rock picked it up like because we were on the Lincoln Park tour right. kind of deal. So, so point <laughs> being that process was really long. So getting a station to add it to the rotation could be a long process to be like, oh, well, next month we're doing this. So maybe after that, whatever. So it took like seven months before all, like all stations in the U.S. were playing it. And it was from that beginning, long before Lincoln Park, up to the end of it. And then that just fueled it. And by the end, everything was just popping off. So then when you come for like your second single in those days, like Anthem, technically Anthem charted higher yeah. because it was all at once. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, yep, here's their second one nationwide. 
think the Lincoln Park tour was like two months long. So during that whole two months, that single just exploded. Well, that and like we had zero days off on that tour. Yeah, it was any day off. We flew to another city to play a radio show. Do you guys yep. remember how like just awesome those dudes were? They were just the best. The, like I, I, I like Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expect. I mean, I don't know really what I was expecting, but like first night, the whole band. Just like, hey, introduce themselves. Everyone's like just super nice. Their crew, security guy. Like we became friends. Like you went to Disney Park with Mike Shinoda. Uh-huh. Johan directed our video. Uh, we just like became like for real, like friends, you know? They were just the yeah. sweetest dude. Chester was the sweetest dude. They were the biggest band on the planet at that point, yeah. I feel like. Like yeah. definitely biggest rock for band. For real, for yeah. sure. It's like a Meteora record. Yeah, it was their second record, right? Yeah. yeah. Aside from like older legacy bands, they were the one. Yeah. And yeah. they took us on tour, made sure they they all came in and like, they're like, hey guys, if you need anything, just let us know. Come straight to us. Don't talk to the crew. Just tell us if there's any problems. Yeah. Who let was us know. it the very first night? Brad. Who did that? Brad? Brad. Yeah. They literally taught us like how to be a touring band and how to be like how to courteous treat, and yeah. Treat, yeah. Which they told. Treat bands right. They yeah. told us that they learned that from Metallica. Yeah. Because they did like, <laughs> they went on tour with Metallica and they're like, we went on that tour going, holy fuck, this is Metallica. Yeah. But they were the nicest dudes they treated us with respect like yeah. it was like almost a learning it's like process. that old adage dude everyone you meet on the way up you're gonna meet those same same people on the way down so mm-hmm. treat everyone with yep. respect treat everyone you know uh yeah dude it was really surreal like just being in my mom's living room in, in north county st louis missouri and like watching that one step closer to the edge video where it's like samurais floating around and ninjas and shit <laughs> and, yeah. i don't know uh yeah. and just like watching that just explode into the fucking zeitgeist and then being on that tour and just like, you know, hanging out with Chester and him just going like, dude, I mean, like, you know, acknowledging that his bag, band is massive, but that we're cool, you know? Yeah. It's like, we're, you know, we're doing this and everything, but you guys are fucking cool. Like you guys <laughs> fucking do flips and like, just you like, yeah. that was like, uh, when screamo emo screamo, like kind of hit the forefront of like mainstream. It's like, it was like a thing, you know, like mm-hmm. in culture, it was a thing. And we were kind of at the pinnacle of that with like the used and taking back Sunday and yada, yada. So like, I don't know, like, I think he kind of felt that he's like, yeah, we're doing this, but like, I don't know. It's just Chester just yeah. having like this moment with him, him telling me how cool my band is. It was like, well, this is fucking dope. I know? think it was probably, it, it, I bet it had a little bit to do with how they were like from the beginning all the way to the end, an amazing band that had great songs and everything, but they were still like playing a style of music that was at its end, mm-hmm. like at the end of that scene. And we were part of a new scene coming up and we were like, you're saying probably the first of our scene to actually go mainstream enough to be like a legit radio success. Mm-hmm. So being yeah. like being at the end of one thing, seeing the beginning of another. Yeah. yeah Not they, only is that were- cool, but that's like a smart, you know, mind of like a business person mm-hmm. in music. To they see were that. trying to innovate new metal into keep it into a new genre and yeah. which they did, you know, they were the only band that kind of did that and kept that style going. Not necessarily new metal later, but you know, that was cool. Now no, dude, again, that, that, with like the metal core bands and shit tried to sound like Lincoln park now, you know? Yeah. It's but like, like they, the way, they kept it going somehow, but the way they like never made the same record twice and they like took creative risks and yeah. just like evolved. And like, they put out records that like, Ha- like completely alienated half their fan base because they said, fuck it. We already did that. Yeah. Like we're going to just be bold and they're, they're, they're all, all the respect in, in my book, you know, in some ways their, their last album, last couple albums are just now, I feel like fans are just now like, damn, mm-hmm. 
that shit could come out right now. Like it was a, ahead of its time. And we, and yeah. we obviously have a biased opinion because we like, you know, touring. It's like, again, it's, it's like the oldest cliche is that like touring is like summer camp for grownups and shit. So like you spend two months with these dudes. They're awesome. Uh, became friends with them and stuff. So we probably have a little bit of a biased opinion because they're such great dudes. But that being said, like, dude, they took all kinds of creative risks and did a bunch of cool shit, you know, and evolved. Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's yep. a big part of our career. Was that your guys' favorite tour? Is that it? It wasn't, that was in I mean, my top, that, but not my favorite. That not, was not my favorite. Like the biggest. Well, maybe besides the other really big one that I know we'll, we'll reference right now too. It's, uh, it's up there be, in my top few. Which would be the, it's in my well, top view. The it, other biggest one wasn't on the Page Avenue touring cycle, but I don't but know that, where we're going with this today, that, but it doesn't matter. That tour was. <clears throat> let's was, wait, wait. Let's do just tours just within Page Avenue. Are we gonna want to talk just Page Avenue today? Do we do we want to go back and actually talk about the making of it? Because we we never yeah. finished that. Sure. Yeah, we just preemptively got all excited about <laughs> the, that Lincoln Park tour, which was what really set that record up to be as big as it was and catapulted it. Yeah. Into fucking the stratosphere of rock. Then we did our own, we started doing our own tours. Uh, I remember Danbury, Connecticut pulling up to, it was, this is like our first like headlining run. Like we did runs with Thrice the Used, some other stuff, but this was yeah. like our first one on the re- on that record, right? Like at the beginning and pulling up to Danbury, Connecticut and just yeah, seeing after like. after we finished recording, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Danbury, Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Look. That was so not our we, first show after we recorded. Not our first show. I'm saying our first headlining tour. First, our very first headlining show. I know was. I'm, I didn't say show. I said tour. Listen, like our first tour outside of St. Louis. I remember so we this stopped moment. Stopped off where we started. Thought I started at Lawrence, Kansas. I'm not saying we where drove, started. We drove. I'm saying from the our day first we recorded, tour. we drove home and then drove straight to the East Coast or whatever and yes. started that used tour. Yep. Like it took us. We got there like it Providence, took, Rhode took like 29 hours and we pulled up an hour before doors or whatever. Our alternator went out. Yeah. So the day we finished our record, Page Avenue, we got in our van, drove from California, basically all the way to the East Coast, started in, where was that? Providence, uh, Lupo's. Providence. That, was, that was Lupo's, Lupo's in Providence. Yeah. Lupo's. Uh, and we were joining the tour because we got uh, the full tour with the used Thrice and My Chemical Romance, and we were opening. So that was our first tour once Page Avenue was done being recorded. And it literally was like four days after we got done recording. Were we opening or second of oh, the four? We were first. We were first. And My Chem was second. <laughs> Yeah. So we got there after a 26 hour drive and like literally I think the doors were open. We loaded on, loaded onto the stage and played our first show. And we're like, Holy shit. We're on this tour. Here we are. Yeah. The sidewalks were covered in like sleeping, all of our sleeping bags and all this shit. We just (laughs) threw everything out of the trailer and just loaded in and made it like four minutes before doors opened. So our very first experience after recording our first major label record was pulling up and we didn't know the used. We didn't know thrice. We didn't know Mike Kim. We, we literally used more than we knew we anyone had met, else. We had met the used a couple of times because like Bert came and did guest vocals and stuff. And yeah, because they were uh, around. Know, they had been recorded by Feldman as well. Same management. Same as management. Us. So yes, we, we knew them, but we didn't know them yet. Well, we really. did Warped in 03. No, that was... No, yeah, we did Warped in 03. Oh yeah, before a record came out. You're right. So we did yeah. kind of know them already. Yeah. That's how yeah. we got on the tour, I guess. But yeah, pulled up, played that show. I remember talking to like Dustin and Tepe or something from Thrice that night and like kind of fangirling on them. Yeah. Like, dude, we're on this tour. I really like your band, though. This is fucking awesome, man. <laughs> like, it hi, w- hi. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm, I'm in the band that's on, on the tour. Hi. It's it was one of those things. Especially at the time, because we were still like, a lot of the music we listened to is still very in scene, you know? So we were 
way into the use, Josh, you were specifically like super into them. We were all huge thrice fans. And what my chemical romance would become was of course, like perfectly in line. So it was, yeah, this was early. My chem, like, yeah, like they just had an EP out, right? Yeah. I think their first like small in or their indie label full length was out, but not three cheers, just right, right. Or whatever. But, but the like first that, one was out. That lineup in hindsight is fucking unreal. The fact mm-hmm. that that was our our very first tour after our album is mind blowing, dude. I, I love we those could, tours we could too. Do arenas with that tour right now, yeah, <laughs> yeah it'd be fucking insane. Well, now, my, my yeah. Kim can do their own arenas. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. We'll we could all, all open, along. We could all open for my Kim now, and it'd be a great tour. I really loved that uh, challenge of winning because, like, we we were opening on that t- that whole tour, uh, especially at the beginning of the tour. Like, no one knew who we were, you know. And that challenge of just like winning people over, I was like, that was like my favorite thing in the world, you know. That was our thing for so long to go out and just do the wildest shit to make the most awkward situations <laughs> entertaining for people. Yeah. Like we would open, we'd play, especially radio festivals because like that thing I talked about before where, you know, the local radio rep would go do this. It's almost like you made these deals, like play the song and they'll play your show and they're not going to get paid shit. And it's kind of this like barter system almost. So we would play these radio festivals and like, open them almost or play it like 5 p.m. while the sun is still right in the middle of the sky and all like it could be like a a total kind of like butt rock festival you know and we're totally out of place but we would go play on the amphitheater stage while everybody's walking in with their 32 ounce beer just like what the fuck is this crap mm-hmm. they didn't you know emo was still not a thing screamo and we would just say fuck it and go out there and do the weirdest shit like go sit on security guards shoulders and run out in the middle of the crowd and like Take those beers from Take people. Take the beers, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> climb on shit. As anybody who's ever seen our band, you, you you know how our live show is. So, yeah. We were really good at that. Like, we never were, like, worried about... The harder the crowd looked, we'd be like, well, we'll fucking figure it out. We gotta... Yeah. We'll win them over like the, somehow. Yeah, the challenge was, I was lo- awesome. Dude, Motivating. I, like, lived for that. I love that, you know? Um, Yep, that was, like, two years of that. This, we had to... Yeah, but what I was... Had to kill everybody I, in the crowd somehow. But then, like, what, what I was getting at, like, ten minutes ago... uh. After that, when we people started to like, when the record got traction, all that stuff, I just remember being in, uh, we figured out it was Danbury, Connecticut, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. There was like the, this weird venue there. We were in this weird venue and there was like, it was, it was our, it was our first headlining tour, you know? It was and, our first headlining show like outside of St. Louis. Yeah. It might've been at the end of that tour and maybe we had like one headlining show on the way back I just and we remember, were like, this is our first real headlining show. Yeah. I just remember I don't seeing, think it was the tour yet, but I think it was that. Oh, I just... Okay. I don't know though. Either fucking way. Yep. I just remember seeing like the a line all the way down the building, all the way wrapped around. And I was like, wonder who's playing tonight, you know? Yeah. And then just going, oh shit, like these people are here to see us? Like, yeah. Uh, fuck us? I like, I don't remember that. Weird. The limo. Oh, Must dude. be Burt Reynolds or something. Yeah. It was like, there was like, I don't know, it was like 175. It could have been at the end of that Goldfinger uh, Canada run we did too. It was, yeah, it was definitely an off we did day that or right at the around, end of something. We did that like right after that. We did a two weeks across Canada with Goldfinger. Yeah. My yeah. my bigger point is just you spend all this time like playing in front of these people who don't know you and trying yeah, to win yeah. these win these people yeah. over. And then one day that thing happens. That thing that happens to bands happens to fucking us. Where all of a sudden you're just like, There's people here to see us and like our songs and we're not opening anymore. Yeah. And like that was the start of us being able to headline and people knew could sing along with the words that are coming out of your mouth and fucking like that is just like a special time in any artist or band's life. And I just like, I remember just fucking being like, all right, life's, I, I could die right now. 
I was, yeah, I was I flipping die. out, dude. It was, like, it was fucking die. amazing. Yeah. So just to make sure we're all thinking of the same thing, the venue was kind of like skinny with mm-hmm. a really tall yep. Yep. roof or had, ceiling. It had like a loading dock on the back thing yeah. where we it's, all would and sit out small, and hang out. Just like, like a, a wooden like yeah. dock. Yeah. And we all would sit out there. With, it was kind of an alley right there, right? With all the fans, with our you know, few friend fans that we had from the area. <laughs> Somebody for sure. I bet like- um, I don't remember this show. That's so weird. I bet Bernstein would know. We played there like three or four times because we kept yeah. going through there. Yeah, who's from reason. there? Connecticut. I don't remember that for it was a weird, of me. weird middle of nowhere, nowhere spot. Yeah, but I don't remember that first where, when that first time was. But that was definitely. Doesn't I, remember, matter. I, remember I remember that first headlining show. Hey, some, somebody hit show? us. Somebody hit us up on social media yeah, and tell us when this know. was because somebody knows. It wasn't the first tour because that was with Seosin. No, I feel like our first headlining show, first headlining tour was after the 03 Warp Tour because we played with that. Letter Kills because we were still in the same bus together. Dude, that might be... What, That's possible. That might be but it. that wasn't Connecticut. This, no, actually, Either. this might have been an off day, off Warped. That's like what on I'm saying. Off day. This like was a, an off day, like, random yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that we yes. did, and we were like, this is our first okay. headlining thing, and people actually showed yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. I, I specifically remember being in, like... There's, like, eight people listening to this that are just, like, yelling. At They're like, I know, I was yeah, there. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was there. Yeah. I feel yeah, I feel like our first headlining show outside of St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. was right after Warp Tour, we were still in the bus with Letter Kills. That's possible. We did a bunch of uh, one-off things like with yeah, them. way back or oh, whatever dude, we did. Dude, no, 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 no. Never mind. You're was right. It, it was, was like hold on, Columbus, let's think. Ohio. Let's think timing. Okay, we did that for used, sure. Used my Kim tour was like April. April? May. April into May maybe. A- yeah, April. Um for sure. then we did warp tour that summer, but I think there was maybe the Goldfinger, the, the Goldfinger couple weeks thing. with Goldfinger. Because we didn't do the the full tour in 03, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did it with Letter Kills. Yeah, we we shared, really a shared a bus. The whole we time. shared a bus with Letter Kills. But we did all random stages. I remember because like, we did like the year before. So that would make sense. We probably okay. I remember showing up going, oh, we have free samplers to give away. We don't got to go around fucking putting headphones on people yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know what else I remember <laughs> yeah, about that had, shit? We had, Paul. we had a thing called- Paul eating all your food. Motherfucker. We had yeah, a thing called tour support. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tour support. We could afford a bus. Yeah. For, that was the first time we ever had a bus. Yeah. yeah. Was Warp Tour 2003, sharing yep. it with Letter Kills. Yep. And their drummer, Paul, ate all of Josh's snacks. Yeah. My Pepsis. What was that bus driver's <laughs> name? The old guy that always had a bottle of Jack Daniels. Was this uh, Eddie? Freddie? Freddie, maybe? Yeah. I think it's Freddie. Freddie sounds, that sounds right. right. Freddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we this were, bus, it was like an '87 yeah. Eagle. It looked like some shit from like an old baseball movie or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. no, it looked yeah. like almost famous, like yeah. what they rode around. In. Oh yeah. my god, we were six hours late to everything. Remember, <laughs> we were supposed to meet <laughs> the used, uh that band Stun, and like Havasu at Lake Havasu. We were late, the and we got, almost drove off the cliff. And yeah, shit, like, we had, yeah, we were like perched on a cliff and all like, had to get out of the get bus. Out, get out, yeah, get yeah, out. yeah. We were all like laying under bunks, and he's like, "Everybody, get out!" Yeah, like, what the fuck? He tried to turn the bus around and on like a mountain road and we were like air, on the, the edge air, of a cliff the air conditioning and the generator didn't work for fucking half the tour yeah oh, i remember riding in the dark at night like with the windows yeah. open because there's no generator yeah. Yeah. remember at some point we were all like we should just get back in a van this yeah. fucking sucks yeah, yeah. dude yeah dude there was a moment where i uh. like we were, we would all be like fully just like shirtless and in just shorts like and i remember sitting and i looked down at my like you know at my torso and at your, i was at your poon at my yeah and i was literally watching sweat come out of my pores. Well, then, like, it was also, like 120 in our fucking bus. Well, yeah. like we like we hadn't made it to like the main stage of Warp Tour yet, so we had no idea what we weren't on a specific stage. It's it different was every day, yeah. Different every day, so we 
our gear rode in the actual trailer. We had to push it across fucking like <laughs> yeah, sand yeah. fields and like just yeah. mud, grass and mud and stuff every morning. Broken uh, wheels and tires on everything. Yeah. No crew, right? That was a hard Timmy. tour. Yeah. Timmy, we Timmy had Timmy. Yeah, yeah. That was a hard year. Yeah. Jenny, Jenny did merch. Yeah. Was it? Dance yeah. wise. Jenny yeah. did merch. Yeah, she did until after Lincoln Park tour. Yeah, we had yeah. Timmy. We had other people. Timmy lost like 60 pounds on that tour. Just like, it was like he was doing CrossFit every day. Yeah. yeah. That dude walked 10 miles. We every had day. Oaks, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, As our tour manager. And Trost? we had to was have Trost a there yet? No. no. We that had was to later. have had a guitar tech then. I think Alan Timmy, Hessler, when did he come maybe? along? He did New Warped. He did Lincoln Park. He did Lincoln That's Park. Right. Yeah. That would have been later. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. We had a guitar we, we had, tech. The guitar tech comes first. We had a pretty always. we had a pretty good crew, but it was still a lot of work. So everybody was helping out still. And it was like hometown folks, and it, yeah. it, it wasn't like it wasn't like we just hired a person that was like, "Yo, I got it," and we would just wake up like rock stars. We were, yeah. we were. That yeah. was two thousand four Warp Tour. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I, yeah. I also remember Bob Breyer, eventual drummer of My Kim, was doing front of house for the used he would randomly yep. Mr. sound guy yeah yeah he would randomly come like do front of house for us yeah, yeah. he was bored that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah that all makes sense i bet that that danbury show if that's what it is which i think it is i bet we had that bus with letter kills and that was like an off show on that and we probably pulled up and we were like yes first yeah. headline show danbury because now that i'm remembering you're not always right josh one of the last shows on that tour was Boston. Yeah. I think it was like on the way back or yeah. like at the end. Yeah. Either way, Letter Kills, how fucking awesome were they? Oh, so man. good, dude. They're like... Most of our fans share a love for Letter Kills too. So. Of all the bands that we've known over the years that kind of just like came up and disappeared, broke up quickly, they're the number one like biggest tragedy to me because they were so good. Yeah. Same story. They had our shared the same management as us too. That's why we were sharing a bus Yeah, because we were both going to do Warp Tour that year and their record hadn't come out yet. Ours was about to come out and they hadn't even recorded theirs, I don't think yet, but theirs came out in like 2004. But The Bridge. Oh. Yeah. They had- Fucking great band. They were ahead of their time a little bit and it mm-hmm. didn't catch on the way it should have. But They were like close enough to like the emo vibe. The singer, Matt, was like, he was kind of like uh, quirky and edgy and wild enough to like be like emo adjacent, but they were a straight rock band. And I don't think, I guess the label wanted them to be more like screamo and they're like, no, we're a fucking rock band. Yeah. And then there was all this. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. You want one? No, I'm good. All this like, I, I guess. I could get addicted. <laughs> like tension about what they wanted to be and what the label wanted them to be. And it just didn't work out. And it sucks because they were fucking great. Yeah. Go listen to Letter Kills if you don't know them. The record's still fucking awesome right now. I yeah. made a really weird, shitty video for them for uh, the song Don't Believe. Shot it at the City Museum here in St. Hey. Louis. Yep. Before I knew anything <clears throat> at all about lighting, cinematography, anything. I just, it's got cool energy, but it looks fucking weird and shitty. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's a video. It's better than nothing. They're playing in front of a big, weird whale sculpture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's weird. What do we do after Warp Tour? Uh, we, you did, wanna, we did the yellow card used we're run. We're already on this trajectory. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, we did the yellow card used run. Oh, yeah. Was that stun. was the first time we... Yeah, and stun. That what? was the first time we'd ever played with yellow card. It was like, it was like two weeks. It was like What seven, tour was this? Is that before Sailson? Yeah. Yes. It was like seven or eight we, shows. It was like... It was before we headlined. Yeah, we did like, like we did like C, C markets or B markets or did some shit. Did we start that we did back it like, at Lupo's? No. I don't know. This was West Coast, We though. did... S- because we did we did Vegas. Dude, I have no memory of this tour. 
We did Vegas. We did um, what's the Anaheim? The, that was when we what's all that venue in Anaheim by Anaheim Angel Stadium. Chain of Rocks. No. Oh, wait, uh, <laughs> Chain of Rocks Bridge. No. <laughs> what's it called? Chain Reaction. No, you, no. you talking about the one in the, in the parking lot, the Grove? Is it called the Grove by the Anaheim Angel? No, that's Stadium? the mall, dude. Yeah, but there's I a venue no called idea. Grove as well, right? Uh, I don't know. It sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, we did that. I think it was like a. It was we did Vegas. Like, this it was mic like is a, droopy. It was like a West Coast kind of kind of run. We did a few random things with Yellow Card around then, but we, we did like San Francisco. But we never like fully toured with them at that, that was point. When Bob Breyer got jumped by homeless people. Oh, oh yeah, the, at the, at the war, war field. field. Yeah, yeah. That was, I, that was I remember that because that yeah, was called the Grove. That was our first okay. trip to San Francisco, and I opened the door. And there was a lady taking a shit. Oh, I walked from our hotel right to outside the, the bus. Dude, a lady took a shit right outside our bus. I door. opened the door and there was a lady just taking a shit. And she's that up. was the first show. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it was because we we drove up there. We stayed at a hotel and I walked to the venue to like meet Brandon. Yeah, and that I neighborhood is no joke. It was, it was okay. I mean, for it a wasn't then. Blocks, and then it was the Warfield area, and I was like walking around going, yeah. Is that and the I was the fuck, dude. I remember walking around, and you remember when we kept our laptops in uh, briefcases? <laughs> yeah, that we bought from Home Depot. Yeah, like those steel stainless steel briefcases, like <laughs> yeah. walking around like some of these neighborhoods on tour carrying a, a metal <laughs> fucking briefcase. Look like has a bomb in it or some yeah. shit. <laughs> was that why why did we do that i did it too had a halliburton briefcase for his laptop and we were trying to copy it i don't know i think we all had that right yeah Yeah, every one of us mine got ran over remember (laughs) yeah (laughs) survived my computer did yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. dude it worked Uh, speaking of shit getting run over and car accidents shit the sugar cult uh bus collision thing remember that so right after we did that tour, this is the second time we ever shared a bus with somebody was with Sugar Cult. Yeah. We were opening for them. They were headlining. Yeah. 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 We were like direct support. And then Jackson was opening, which was, Jackson. uh, which no, was, no, 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 yeah, which was the guitar player from fucking Foo Fighters. Jackson was on our tour. We headlined. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. We played okay. the rave 100. I, I was pretty sure they were on the Sugar Cult tour. Nope. <sighs> Either way. We shared a bus with Sugar Cult opening for them. And it was a sweet tour. It was good. Those are fucking great dudes. Man, I love that tour. And we played CeeLo. We played a lot of CeeLo. <laughs> Dan took everyone's money. There oh, was a lot you're of welcome. Wait, and that we uh, got lost in gambling. <laughs> oh, and you're gonna say something about a car accident? Yes. All right. Remember I'm, that shit? Okay. I'm gonna so, put a pin in what I'm thinking. So one night we were so there's like 16 people in this bus. Yeah. It's us and yeah. Sugar Cult and the crew members and everything. We're yeah. all sharing like this big the bunks bus. bunks going all the way to the back. Like- Real quick, though. <laughs> in, a, in a prior to previous episode, we talked about being stuck in that one city because our trailer shit blew out. That was a used yellow card tour. Oh. oh okay. So Joel yeah, was with us. That makes sense. Okay. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> so the trailer was fully loaded. We were literally getting ready to leave driver was in the seat engine was started we were kind of just like wrapping it up about to go pittsburgh we're all yes and we're all sitting yep on our way to on our way to philadelphia we were supposed to go to philadelphia that night yeah we were all we were either in the hallway or the front or both playing silo and we just feel the whole bus just like lurch forward and we hear this huge crash and just i didn't even hear the crash i just felt the bus it was just just like this fucking boom like an earthquake we got out and it turns out there was, I guess, these two douchebags kind of racing. Fast and Furious style. Coming around the corner because we were parked, backed, backed pretty much right to the corner. This dude had come around in one of those. It was like the Mercedes Roadster, right? One of those? I just remember it was a little, a little Fast yeah, and Furious yeah, car. Yeah, it was just, one of those little it was, cars. It was yeah. a Benz. A Benzo. Yeah, the, the Roadster thing, right? 
he had come around the corner and apparently <laughs> like in his attempt to Tokyo drift lost it and plowed straight into the back of the trailer under it, like wedged it. It looked like the fucking the, the side of the building in the matrix. It was like a, like a wave on the fucking. Yeah. It broke the ball on the hitch and shoved the tongue of the trailer into the engine of the bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It fully just like pushed the whole thing. Into and we're the all bus. just sitting there. And we're like, boom, boom. We're like, what the fuck was that? Did somebody fall down in the back? Like we had no idea. Yeah. And we all went outside and, didn't the dude like run off or some shit? No, he was bloody as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was, was fucked. He up. was done because he. I mean, the thing like the the hood of the car is probably I don't know six eight feet long altogether. That shit was all the way up under the trailer to the axle, mm-hmm. like buried up under it. It was like yeah, he, he massive. Was, he was going real fast, and like you said, it broke off off of the ball, and the the tongue of the trailer went into the back of the bus, which is where the engine is. It fucked the engine, so we were fucking stranded we had to take a train from pittsburgh to philadelphia right three of our combined crew members drove a u-haul with all the gear mm-hmm. yeah. and the rest of us took a train yeah, this is this our is our shit. house we all lived in this thing for two months and yeah all of a sudden your house gets exploded <laughs> and you ha- still have to be in philadelphia the next night so yeah yeah our crew members drove a fucking u-haul we all took our bags on an amtrak and yeah, we, we don't didn't, cancel shows we slept like one hour and then played philadelphia the next yep. night uh, I just looked it up. It was Denver Harbor, not Jackson. Jackson was the later. Oh tour. yeah, yeah. Denver Harbor was. Oh, on that's that cat with that ridiculous drummer. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's in Angels and Airways now. Oh wow, uh, that's right. That kid uh, shredded. Elon or Adult. something, something yeah. like that. What, hey, something, that Sugar Cult t- tour. You brought up that bus driver. Do you remember how uh, Ken? I don't know. Or I just Zudo. remember Kenny. Uh, was one of those. Was sitting there talking to him, and the dude was just like, you know, some nights when you guys are all sleeping, I just want to drive this thing off the edge of a cliff and he's like was talking about killing himself yeah. and it freaked Kenny out so he rented yeah. a car that's right this is the drummer of Sugar Cult yeah. Sugar Cult he rented was his so own, freaked out rented his own car and drove behind us the whole rest of the tour <laughs> because this bus driver freaked him out so Remember bad Aaron was he a bass player just, he, yeah. he slept in the back lounge the whole yeah. time yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah Aaron was awesome they're all awesome yeah they're awesome dude Tim, Tim and Marco I love those they're dudes they're fucking man. great Aaron yeah. went on to play bass in Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros Noise. Yeah, yeah that great. bus driver was fucking strange, though. Dude. Was yeah, that the name, same Well, dude? there was two dudes, right? Because we had Zudo and Zeus. Yeah, Zudo. Okay. One, both I don't know of which them, one wanted to kill themselves, but. One of them wanted to kill themselves, and all of us, and then the other one, you remember, made up that, there's dogs, made up that rumor. I guess we fired him. <laughs> was that that? Dude, I think it was the same. That was on Warp Tour. Either way, this bus driver made up a rumor that uh, we were all fucking each other. And, yeah. and he yes. looked back and saw 60, 90 each other <laughs> yeah. and told everyone in catering so that like the next morning we yeah. came into catering. Everyone was just like staring Everybody at us. Everybody was laughing at us and shit. And we're like, what the fuck? And so then somebody told us. Yeah, yeah. So this was Warped Tour, I think 2004. So then I appropriately, I just go on stage and I tell the story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are all fucking each other in the back of the bus. But this dude got mad about it and quit today. <laughs> Did he quit or did we fire him? I think he quit. I think yeah. I think we Maybe fired, we fired him. him. Oh, I and think then, we fired him, and then that was what he said. He yeah. said, "Fuck those guys anyway." Yeah, yeah. I saw him yeah. sixty nine each other. <laughs> Whatever. We were so, like, "You think that's offensive to us? That's yeah, awesome." We, we thought it was that. the funniest yeah. shit ever. Oh, god, that's great, dude. Bus drivers and Josh, general- I have to pee. Hurry up! <laughs> I do too. God, I got so bad. Did we already talk this. about how we pee in your sink? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've, we've right. told the world about the sink pee. All right, I'm gonna put it in our Instagram stories. Anyway, sugar. Cold, you should try to poop in it. The sugar cold <laughs> tour. We didn't know them as either. It's like everything we did on that first record cycle it was just meeting bands, sharing a bus with them. We didn't know them yet. Like we showed up, and we're like, "Hi, I live with you today." Yeah, it's like getting a fucking roommate on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but dude, the cool thing, like, it, it worked takes, out great. They're fucking amazing, amazing dudes. But, but with our job, dude, it takes like a day, and you're like, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. you've been friends for eight years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you become friends True real quick. Story. It's the best real world. Yeah. And they were a great band. Our band's like music style wise, it was really kind of a weird tour. You know, like Sugar Colton Story of the Year and Denver Harbor, I guess, which is was more pop punky. Yeah. That was a very weird tour, but it was just one of those things. Like they were doing a headlining tour. They were looking for a you know, an up and coming band that was right where we were and it worked. And I think they were like because they were older than us. Like significantly older. Some of those dudes were <laughs> probably like two years, and we were like, no, these old no, folks. no, they no. were like, they were in their thirties. Yeah, we I was going to say, 20s. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they've so been around for a yeah. little bit. At so that I point. think they were like, they were over like the competitive, like weird ego shit. They just want to have a good time, right? You know. So they were like, eh, you, we do it different. You guys, we just want to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Because Tim would always be like. Dude, how do you do that fucking screaming thing, dude? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would yeah. ask me like every day. Yeah, He's yeah. like, dude, okay, hold on, hold on. So, like, how are you doing it? <laughs> he was like and blown also, away that I could scream and sing. It and also, my- Kenny had to rent a car, but also lost like a thousand dollars playing CeeLo mainly against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is the best part of the tour where there were sixteen people in this bus, and uh, every night we all would just huddle around in a circle and play CeeLo. If you don't know they, what CeeLo is, fucking Google it right now. Yeah, it's, it's a dice just game. Dice game. They taught us how to play CeeLo. We didn't yeah. know what it was. Right. We got on this tour and we're like, what the Kenny fuck is CeeLo? would be asleep and hear it <laughs> yeah. and stick his head yeah. out He'd out be in bunk. his bunk. Like, and throw like a $20 the bill door, The door would swing open and he'd be like, hey, I'm in. And he'd just hang out on the bus and, and throw his fucking... He'd just pop his, his head out and go, you guys getting in the game? <laughs> He was down like nine hundred dollars at the end of the tour. Dude, yeah, somehow yeah, yeah. I walked around every day with like nine hundred dollars of his in my yeah, pocket. Yeah. I just kept my seal with roll, a, just a bank roll, just fucking balling. Dan like read that rack. book, The Secret, and learned how to like <laughs> manifest fucking CeeLo. I had to stop playing, dude. All my per diems fucking gone. Yeah. Like two hours gone. Well, that's the thing on tour. You always have per diems, which is you know just your cash well, so, yeah. to eat well, what with. So we would just gamble with it. This we didn't give a fuck. Crazy. We're like five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. Hands would start happening. Oh yeah. You lose yeah. twenty bucks in five seconds, and then hey. there's like there's like a peer pressure thing where it's like, I'll do a hundred. Yeah, yeah. You want for hundred? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm in. Fuck it, I'm in. Uh, then we started playing poker for a little bit, like Hold'em, Texas Hold'em for a little bit. Yeah, that was the following year. We started I doing that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bought a table when, to put in our front lounge. Yeah, there was a time did. when right. Adair was on tour. Yeah. Remember uh, Uncle Mike, Mike Jost? Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. Wasn't it Uncle Mike? What we Jost, Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike, yeah. Dude, we'll save this for another podcast. Yeah. Steel. Well, that might have been on the same touring cycle. It was on that. It, it was, was on. on it was on the Nintendo uh, Nintendo Fusion tour later yeah. on that. I bought same a record. poker table to set up in the front lounge. No, dude. Yeah, we I still had, had chips right under the well, this couch is, right there. This is how you see the evolution of how much money we had. We went from three dollars <laughs> a day on McDonald's. Yeah. So then here we're like gambling our money on CeeLo because we're like making a little bit and we got a publishing deal. So we had, we had our bills paid, but we're like on tour. We're not rich. We're just touring and we're being dudes, but we're like, being eh, fuck children. It. we're like 20 bucks. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. But, but saving, then, saving $0 for, but then if you yeah, like, we were still stupid at the time. And then and if we you were, go forward a little bit, our record wasn't even out yet. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to go very like forward, very far. 
No, I was out by the sugar culture. Two buses, a semi. Like around the time it came out. Uh, yeah. A poker table, a fucking ping pong table that we made our crew set up every day oh and we God. never used. This was second end, album, end yeah. of 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm just t- saying. By like, the end of 2004 on the Nintendo Fusion Tour, yes, we had. Yeah. We were spending like hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars yeah. on shit. I had a weight room out with us. Like idiots. <laughs> Skateboard. Uh, but we made shitloads of money still. Yeah. It was a fucking huge tour. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was an extra bus that just had our faces on the side that Nintendo brought. Remember? Yeah. yeah that, Wait, that, it's the Fusion no, they, Tour. The, Nintendo had people out. That, that wasn't ours. Up, yeah, that was their set bus. Up all of like the Nintendo stuff yeah. in the like lobby of whatever venue. Did we have was. two buses on Fusion? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, two buses and a truck. Because yeah. we were the supposed first, to. We, we were, were writing a new album. We were supposed to write a new yeah, album. Yeah, on that tour. And we didn't even let our tour manager yeah. on bus with us. <laughs> we just had our own bus, just us, and it was the best. And the first night, our bus broke. And we had to ride the crew bus to yeah. the next city. Slide so, out yeah, so yeah. about that, we don't want to ride with you guys. Uh, hey, hey, we here we are. With you. Here we are. God, that, do you remember we had we that? get to that massive, crew, insane, awesome. Had, uh, just just so keep going, keep going. It's fine. No, I'm just getting so excited. They had that old, old ass bus driver who he called Bulbs Bubs. <laughs> Chase Bub. <laughs> And we had Kevin Cassidy. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, Kevin Cassidy. Got, no, 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 we had no, Robert. Rob, Robert, Robert, Robert. Robert. He bought a barbecue grill. Yeah, yeah. Robert was awesome. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. that was before Kevin. Kevin was yeah. second record. Yeah. I started getting ahead of myself, so I Dude, got also. Go ahead. As you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, we had a lot of fun back then, and we're all getting yeah. real excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why I was stopping you. It doesn't matter. I was just going to say, because that was at the end of that touring cycle. What happened after Sugar Cult? Where did we go? Oh, it was, that was the Sailson tour. Sailson, yeah. Our did, first headlining our, tour. Our first we went, official we went headlining. Back to a van. <laughs> went back to a van because, you know, we were sharing buses, so we didn't have enough to actually have a bus. I feel like mm, we're out of order on this. We are, or, we, we're out of order. Yeah. Fusion because, was way after that. The, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, Fusion no, no, was the last it, one check on. Check it, check it. Right. So we did the I'm set, saying after Sugar Cult. Oh, we did the I'm set, sorry. We did the Sailson tour before the Sugar Cult tour. This is why. Because the- You might be right. Because that's when- that's was why I was thinking the record tour? wasn't out, but or the no we, doesn't matter. It was dude, all it was so, all it was no, all no, late no. late two thousand three after now Warped I know. Tour. Now I know we headlined with Sayosin before we went on the used tour because the used tour that's when the the trailer blew up and the label said you're not going to ride in a van anymore. That's it's too right. dangerous. We're going to yeah. pay for that's you right. to mm. be in a bus, and that's when we went on tour with Sugar Cult. Yeah, that's so it right. Was Warp tour. Sailson, yellow card used. We skipped over the Sailson tour. Yeah, okay. That so that fun. makes sense because Warp Tour ends in August. Record comes out in September, and we did the headlining tour with Sailson when the record came that's out. That's right. Yeah. Do you guys remember no, how many? That's okay. Has to be. No. This is exciting pod right here. This? this yeah. is why I know none this. of these dates matter right now. This <laughs> yeah. is just boring this is people. Why know, this is why I know this because I remember being in the Palladium parking lot with Reese after week one after the record came out. Which Palladium? The, uh, in LA with the used and yellow card and that, knowing our first week's numbers. Is that the one with like the rooftop thing? Yeah. It's like a weird, it's a big, huge, weird room that and doesn't there, sound very good. Yeah. There's like a, and there's like a, uh, one of those things next yeah. to the rooftop. It's like a weird area. dome. We took yeah, yeah. pictures up there and stuff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I remember being in there after week one of the record being out and knowing the first week's numbers. Yeah. Specifically. So we did the sales and tour before the record came out. Yes. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Because there was like the first show in Lawrence, Kansas, there were 17 tickets sold. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, very big. That, that, that does make sense. Story yeah. of the year, Sayosin, 17 tickets sold yeah. opening night. We did the full, basically like a, roughly the full U.S. Like we went west and then came back or something. What did we do? 
We were playing. I, no I know we did East Coast. We were still playing Where's My Scooter? Where'd My Scooter Go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wrote a song called Where'd My Scooter Go on that tour. It was Blast Beat. <laughs> Played it every night. Oh, that's good. What was the... I remember this one venue. I have like these vague images. It was one of those venues that has like two two stages in ultimately like one giant room, but it's kind of like partitioned, almost like Pops is. You know what I mean? Soma? Um, no, it was... But it was somewhere more west, I think maybe. But I remember that whole side part was was kind of like free to be a green room dressing room hangout area or whatever maybe it was the night justin found out you know what i'm talking about uh that night that he found that thing out yeah that bad thing that was in new jersey yep okay that was a lot like the last show mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's why i remember that because dance whiz is so loud no that's the that's sink. sink oh I was like, good God. Dude, I saw an elephant piss at uh, Bush Gardens once Whoa. on stage during a, th- a performance, and the whole shit flooded it. Like, like waves came up on the, the perimeter of the shit. There was a little kid up there like, come on, and play with the elephants, whatever. And the elephant just pissed, and the little kid had to jump up on a box to, like, escape the f- the tsunami. That's how it is whiz. when you pee, Scoops. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's a great TED Talk about how all mammals pee for the same amount of time regardless of their size because they have different urethra sizes. He's trying to say you have a small dick. It's mm-hmm. a, like, no, you, you got a thicker like, urethra for the, that. Li- the length of time that it takes from the pee where it starts to get out of my dick is as long as the Lord of the Rings movies. I should get that it's checked out. It's a long out. journey. Hey, uh, you remember when cops got involved? I think Anthony... Allegedly. What's on allegedly? the allegedly. This is the time to tell that. Yeah, yeah it was like shooting yeah. fireworks at our van or something. After was that? Lawrence, Kansas. We met them once. <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What's, yeah. That was <laughs> well, like we the dri- night we met them, right? We were driving like west, right? It was yeah. like Ari- Arizona or Texas or somewhere where we were. Oklahoma, where were we, we going? Were, we were in Lawrence, Kansas driving to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we were we were somewhere it where was there's somewhere not enough. It was somewhere that was kind of desert. Yeah, there's not enough rain. Desert-ish. Plane life. Shit's flammable. Yeah. So we kind of knew those dudes even before the tour because- they were from Orange County. We had moved to Orange County. We met them. Remember they came to one of those parties at Criterion? We got to get Anthony on here, and he'll tell yeah. us the story in depth. But Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? And we that's remember we heard their shit? Because they had that EP recorded mm-hmm. forever before. Yeah. So we heard they, it long. I think the used, like Bob Breyer or something. Yeah, Bob, Bob showed us on, on one of those used tours. Yeah. On Warp Tour. Yeah, so so we, we knew that shit. We, we met them early on. So when we did the tour together... We weren't quite like bros yet, but we knew each other well enough that right away we knew each other well enough to fuck with each other. So we were driving kind of side by side and they'd pull up next to us and just all be hanging out the window, shooting fucking Roman candles at our, at our van. It probably just, started with like Twinkies or something. Yeah. And then it was like, fuck that. And then fireworks come out and we're shooting, trying to blow each other up. They, literally. They, they next leveled us. Yeah. And then I think we were shooting back with fireworks. I think we had fireworks we too. Fireworks For some reason, too? I think we all had fireworks. No, we did. Cause it was, Greg Hop was in the band, right? No, no, Phil no. was in the band oh, by this Phil. point. Cause you, cause we, I know we always had fireworks. Cause Greg lit that M80 when I was driving the van and threw it in the front seat, and I couldn't hear for three weeks. You guys <laughs> that remember was on that? Goldfinger tour. Oh, oh yeah, we definitely blew fucking Darren up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah, Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, there's that's, that one. That's night. on our fucking on our yeah, DVD yeah. on the Phil first so yeah. on Live in the Loo, Assassins. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we threw lighting whole, Darren Pfeiffer from Goldfinger a on whole fire. pack of black cats or some shit, right? Yeah. Well, under, well, under his drum stool. Yeah. Was so pissed during the show. During the show, that's right. Because almost kicked us off the tour. Yeah, yeah. It was a totally broken down part, you know, yeah. just chill. They were just, you know, he's just talking and we just literally, 
through the fucking all the drum mics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Feldman thought that there was like an explosion. Like the shit was like the venue was actually <laughs> well, like, which isn't funny later because that kind of shit started yeah, happening. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. five, four, yeah. five years yeah, ago. Yeah. But back then we were like, that's not possible. That's why would that? Why would we ever worry about that? You I know, it was like being, I, it was I also so remember weird. Being on tour with Goldfinger in Canada and trashing a hotel room. <laughs> Not a hotel room, but a, a, a dressing a room. Dressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Darren was running around with like, <laughs> oh, uh, this uh, fire extinguisher. This, yeah, yeah, this is great. This, and then like we were cleaning it up afterwards, and Darren was like, "This is real punk fucking rock." because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were scared of Feldman. Yeah. He was so bummed. He's like, "Guys, we gotta clean it up." <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, no, so some some of that some of that night is on the DVD. A lot of that's on the DVD. Remember, yeah. Hambone had the uh, the the fucking Hambone. Uh, like, I love you, Hambone. It was like a. Uh, so Hembone was like their their stagehand and like kind of security dude, uh, straight edge dude from Canada, hardcore, awesome hardcore dude. Hope to Die was on that tour as well. They were opening. Remember his band? What were they? They were on the Canadian one, not on not on the headlining one, but the Canadian Goldfinger one. They were on okay. it with us. Doesn't matter. Go on. Either way, so it's in that Hambone was there, and then he played that every yeah. night too. It's in the DVD. He has like a like a bus tub mm-hmm. full of it, you know, that probably had beer in it, but it had ice ice water, and he was trying to dump it on someone and slipped, and you know, remember he spills it, and like we just keep looping it. In the thing. <laughs> I think yeah. he was trying to throw it on Oaks or like yeah. yes, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It, yeah. So it was that. Was it that night or was it the no. college show? It was every night was something like that on that, that was tour. In Portland, Oregon, because Darren Darren Pfeiffer, drummer of Goldfinger. At he's, least at that he's point, the best dude on the planet. Just like a big child, and we were, we were child. actual children. Child. So, so we we just were always fucking with each other, and he was always down, and that's why we blew him up with firecrackers because we just kept one up in each other. But yeah, there was you don't think about how that's going to affect their show <laughs> yeah. or like the fucking PA. <laughs> right. Point is, there's always fireworks around at that yeah at that time. That was our first excursion with fireworks with Darren yeah. and almost getting kicked off. But the, tour. the sales and then like the cops like. They were sh- oh, they I got a whiz. I can't hold they, anymore. They were shooting us on the fucking highway. We're just laughing and shooting each other with fucking uh roaming candles or whatever. So we pull ahead or whatever. We we go away. And you we're know, like, oh, like, we lost him. Did they like, stop or we're something? We're like, all right, cool. Then we'll talk to him tomorrow, you know, we're, and we'll see him in Texas or wherever we're going at the show tomorrow. The next day we find out they get pulled over and they had lit the side of the road on fire. <laughs> it's like a field. On accident. Like <laughs> yeah. One of the Roman candles went rogue and fucking caught a whole field on fire. And I, I'm not sure exactly if, uh, uh, Anthony might've got, one of them got charged with actual Anthony arson did. charges. Arson, yeah. That's not Anthony did. Yeah. Anthony Green from Sayosin got charged with arson on our tour, on our first headlining tour. Pretty sure that's, I, I that's a fact. I think that's what happened. Hell, we'll, we'll, we'll kick it ask off. him. We'll, we'll, we'll get a hold of him and talk to him about it or bring him on. But we, when the, the How next. How long was that tour? I don't know, just a few weeks. Was Stutterfly yeah. on that too? Yeah. Right? Uh, were they? It might have been. I've been wrong like four times already. They, so they, I don't know. they were on one of those early ones because they, um, same management. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was us, Sayosin, and Stutterfly because we used to that always make right. make fun of the S bands. Yeah. yeah. It's our first yeah, headline yeah, tour yeah. and there was like 14 people at that every show. That sounds really familiar. But by the time enough. we got to the East Coast, towards the end, like the show started getting way bigger. Yeah, that was our first headlining tour. It was just like everything else. It was like a slow build. And we were with bands that were also slow building. Seosin was yeah, coming they did, up. They didn't even have the EP out or anything yet. Yeah. Do you remember that fucking venue in Philly? The it's fire. Like the, fi- the fire the, side or the something? The fire, I think. It, helped. Oh, it was like yeah. a, it was this, you, it was this guy, room. Capacity 70. Dude, it 70. was like you're, all, of your that, cabs, yeah. Yeah. all of your cabs were behind me. Yeah. 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 Like there, there wasn't like there even was a no stage. no other room. It, it was essentially like, like, you know, like a band that plays in a coffee house or something. That like that size stage and anyone knowing the kind of show we play, 
Just think about how that doesn't work. (laughs) But we went the fuck off. It felt like a genuine, like it was packed though. Northeast, like New York hardcore kind of thing. Yeah. So we said, fuck it. Well, let's just tear this place apart. And we did. So anyone who was at the fire that first, that, you know, way back in the day, the fire, the fire side, I think it was Fireside Bowl in Chicago. 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 I think it was just called The Fire. I just remember walking up to the street to the gas station. It was the first time I encountered like two bulletproof like glass windows in between me and like the cashier. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, because at that point, like still, you know, like everywhere in America, like late 90s and early 2000s, like cities had gotten worse and worse. Like, you know, just fucking tell the story of like white flight and shitty American history. Almost any little venue was kind of like in the inner city in kind of a shitty area, and it was almost always super sketchy. And especially that one, like the, where where the lady took a shit outside, is that the venue where there's two like That's the load, Warfield. loading ramps to go in on either side of the venue? You're talking about- <laughs> 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 Gonna have to drink. To Are talk you about on this five? One. You had two. Hey, oh, tell- five. Wow. Tell them to quit counting. Yeah. Josh, take a drink. <laughs> Yo. Hey, quit cotton, loser. <laughs> I'm I'm almost through four. I'm about to open five. Hey, remember Sweet. all those drinks you drank on tour? That's right. Hey. Yeah. Uh, it, was it that tour when we did uh, fuck, I, fuck Adam, the Warfield? I don't I don't think so. What I don't was know. that? It, it goes it's northeast as well. There's two You're switching two, tours on us again. Two ramps that go down in the back. You know what I'm talking about? And it's we walked to a science center from there, like a couple miles away. A <laughs> hey, cool story, dick face. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what is that venue? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to give us a city or something. Well, I'm asking for the city, dog. I think that was uh, you're saying a place in Ohio. with two lo- with two ramps. <laughs> there was like that has a science center. <laughs> That's the info you gave it's us. Very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I remember the science center. I think. I don't I know. Saw dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> When we played on that on the Sayosin tour, did we do Arlene's Grocery in New York? Yes, was yes, that on that's that tour? the other super small one. Yeah, yeah, I just I remember that whole East Coast run because that's when the tour started getting yeah. getting some traction. There was nobody yeah. at that show either because somebody had, there's a video of Sayosin playing and me and six other people watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think like Maverick came out or something or like yeah. something like that. I just remember that day. For but some it started reason. to build, and I remember playing those shows in the Northeast where there were moments where I felt like a real hardcore band. That's how was, New Jersey was. We I started remember. having some sweet shows. Yeah, there was a was like, like Cherry Hill or something. Yep. in New Jersey. Or, there was uh, that was the last show, and there was like yeah. five hundred tickets that, sold. That one was the best. That was tour, like best show of the tour. Yeah, that was when we realized, all right, we're, it's working. We're, we're it's doing working. good on the East Coast at least. Hey, you know what's uh what's dope to think about? I don't know about you guys, but even that first tour, Sayosin, eight people in the crowd, whatever. Like Anthony, you could tell he already had that like thing. You know, he had that like Fuck yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that thing. It was, that's a really cool to think about. Like yeah, even they, then, I just remember going like that guy right there. Like something special about that guy. They were know? opening for us, and he was like the star of the tour for sure. Yeah, and they didn't even have a record out. They were just awesome. It was like fuck. And then he quit the band as soon as the <laughs> yeah. fucking EP came out, uh, and then he rejoined way later. Anybody who knows Sayosin's history, I was just wondering why the, the drummer had so many Tom fills, <laughs> crushes, and I don't know. He did all the pushups. Yeah, he got <laughs> he all was ripped. Huge, dude. Yeah, <laughs> swole as fuck. They uh. I can say this without... Yeah, I could probably say this. They had some uh, really R-rated extracurricular activities compared to us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, we were dweebs compared you, to No, them. but like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, some of the stories they would, they would tell. Oh, yeah. Well, Anthony would just tell us all crazy stories. No, but... Allegedly. Uh, but like... Uh, oh, yeah, so, well, and yeah, like Justin would too, yeah. Like we did like jackass shit. But I'm talking... But, but like... I'm, I'll say it like this. Like we were married. 
They were the opposite they of married. Old, yes. old school, like rock star <laughs> shit where yeah, we were yeah. trying to be Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. We were like, why are these chicks at our show? <laughs> they were like, we want the chicks at the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just making them sound Opposites. like creeps. No, yeah. They're not creeps they're not at all. Creeps. It's not in that way. No. Just young men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, uh, we're over an hour. You want to do questions? Nah. No, nah, we're just talking. <laughs> nah. We like how yes, we- Yes, in a, in a minute. Uh, Hold on. What? Uh, let's try to get what- what a cool story. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, sorry, sorry. Cause that was towards okay. the end of the year. You, then we did Lincoln park the beginning of the next year. Was this mm-hmm. on page Avenue? We did like some kind of show where what Alan Hessler was out and we brought a toboggan out and there was a fire. On guys, stage, we brought a toboggan. Yeah. I remember the toboggan. I don't know what city that was though. <laughs> and something lit on fire. Was, was it I the think same it was tour that we brought out a camel or was that Nintendo no, fusion? I think this nah, that was a different tour. Alan was, only toured on the first record, right? Yeah, I think it was like something to do with that TV because like Esther factory. was there. Yeah, there Maybe was like factory. one van tour he did too Camel. or something. I don't know. Uh, what did we do after Philly. Lincoln Park? What the fuck happened after that? We did a headlining tour. Yeah, that's Started right. Started off. That's right. House of Blues, Orlando. Because we crushed after almost that. Killed our old, our old town guy. Oh Shit. yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh. where we met. Biff Steele. Biff Steele. Yeah. 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 No, didn't we meet him in Florida? Florida at the MTV. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. Like somewhere down there. That was we did. Uh, Sorry, you're right. So MTV the, the, like the, summer. The first thing. show. The yeah. first show. Thing. Like, but the actual show show was in Orlando. But we did that like beach thing where we like judge the bikini contest yeah, right, yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the uh so what and the dressing room was, the dressing was, room was just a, a, a uh, hotel room and biff was in like a tank top before tank tops were cool just all swole, swole like as fuck we pulled in and he was standing next to the bus we're like who the fuck is this dude <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Phil, wait give some context on okay on okay yeah. chad, Phil chad Phil hired him because chad was pod sound guy on the lincoln park tour yep and he came to work for us after that tour because we're Cause like, we, we need all, somebody who's great. We'd no, all no, no, become no, no, friends. No, 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 no. Let's be real. Or soon after. Chad didn't work for us until... Or did he didn't work for us. He, he just, just gave he us just the suggested record. Because he knew oh, Biff that's from right. touring with Nonpoint. He okay, came so, to work with us okay. later. Context. Biff okay. Steele was our guitar tech in this era. Real name yes. Phil. The very if, first if, dude that we hired that wasn't a friend from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. So yes. if anybody's seen our Good DVDs... Point. Good point. Yeah. If anybody's seen our DVDs, you guys know who Biff Steele is. But go on. Trost, Fucking Trost legend. was a drum tech. We had Biff Steele. Friend from school. But Adam, like this is the crucial point. It's the first person we hired that wasn't like our crew. Like wasn't our friend. You know, wasn't from St. Louis. But he immediately, Probably. he immediately became, it's like, like every other friend that we had, the day one, he had a nickname and <laughs> yeah. we were like, just bros immediately. Well, that he, was the, that was the first, to me, that was our first like big tour. Cause we had yeah. like that bus shit was popping off. Yeah. Slide out. Like, it was all hitting. We yeah. were headlining yeah. fully then like yeah. in a bus. That was our first. But then do you remember Biff got like raging drunk that yeah. night and was like hitting on. Josh Morgan Taylor's girlfriend. And he was so out of control. I remember like this guy like. Yeah, we almost fired him before we even hired him. We freaked the fuck out. I don't don't like him. Is he just too much of a bro? Like is this guy. But that was like the first night. We hadn't even played a show yet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we just met him and then all partied that night. And and then like the next day he was on point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it took like. That's right. 24 hours and he mm-hmm. was like fucking family. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's the coolest dude, the best tech of all time. Dude, we got to get him on here. He's oh, also, yeah. he's from outside of Kansas City, so not Blue far Springs. from yeah. us. So that we, we had that kind of like Midwest kind of bond. Yeah. But somehow he sounds like he's fucking from Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Like, God damn, I'm sure. Come on, guys. No, get it on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's from like, you know, Blue Springs is like the outskirts, like beyond like the suburbs of Kansas City. So- now he runs like a barbecue catering thing. 
For yeah. real? And he's yeah, the guitar For player in Sublime with Rome. Dude, Blue Springs is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys know. It's, it's like, like a nice. It's nice. It's like the O'Fallon Wentzville of, of, yeah. of that area, I guess. Yeah. City City Pig Barbecue. That's what it's called. Yeah. He's he's still doing great and he's killing it. I don't he's know still if he's, tours with Sublime. Too. Yeah, I think he's yeah, still doing yeah. the Sublime stuff. But, but he yeah. also smokes briskets and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, he's a man. That makes sense for him. Yeah, <laughs> like obviously. God, we met him that day. But what fucking tour was that? What bands it, were we, we out with? Headlined. That I was think. the first was show. That our first Amberlin. I think. Run? But I, you know what? I think we were also doing like. I think we met them on Nintendo Fusion. It I, was I, one of those like kind of like maybe. scattered random tours where we're doing some like radio shows. We're doing because that was an MTV thing. That was a full on headlining tour. But I'm saying it, at that point, everything was mixed where it's like we're doing, you know, tons in a row, doing different kinds of shows. It was probably like B and C markets because markets we were going to do Warped Tour in the summer. That's right. right. Yeah. And there's, there was always contract shit back in the day with Warped where yeah. you couldn't play in the same yeah, cities within up. like a month or two or some shit like Hold that. Hold up. So is this the tour? The Godsmack shit happened on this tour? Uh, yes. hmm, you should might be right. Yeah, sh- it was probably it, all radio shows. Yeah, it was stuff. all yeah. radio shows and just like yeah, one-offs right. and shit. It, it was probably no direct bands with us. We were just doing. Oh my god, shit. I would literally suck five dicks right now to go play a show. This it's just Ooh. like hit me. Like, There's all, three right here. Like all this talk about touring and like <laughs> I got two dogs, hey. two male dogs upstairs. Hey, so five. I, I can book you a show, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll get you a toe. Get we, at can, it. we might not be able to do this shit for another year or two. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. We're just like living on this. I'm not shit gonna be able we, to sleep tonight because I just want to go play a show. Playing a show for all of us is like fucking doing heroin because it's it's just like the the best rush you ever get, you know, and then you don't oh, get to a, do that for years. There's a website called concertarchives.org. Oh, shit. Hey, for anyone listening who is a longtime fan and has any free time, which a lot of people have right now, if we can, like, somehow on something like Josh is talking about, car, you know, concert archive, whatever, get an actual chronological list of all of our shows and all that shit to reference, because I know there are bands out there that have that. Or at least the tours we did. Yeah, like fan, fan-generated kind of, like, almost like a wiki for a band. If anyone wants to get down and fuck with that kind of thing, that'd be awesome. Hit us up directly. Well, what are you laughing at? We'll help facilitate it. Got these shits. Oh, you it's, already, at, it's already done, Peanut. You looking at memes? Hey, somebody already did it. Evidently. It's already done. <laughs> what do we got? We were wrong about everything, weren't we? So that tour. Yep. We were wrong about everything. Hazen Street. That was the Hazen Street tour? Yes. Fuck yeah. Hazen, oh, shout fuck out yeah. Hazen Street. Hazen Street, Adair. Adair, um, holy shit. Okay. I thought that was second record. Concert for Compassion? That was... Yes, that was... uh, That was the the, Linkin Park thing, wasn't it? Or no? No. Right after it, March. March of 04. It was a Goldfinger thing. Feldman was involved in some way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like an animal rights thing. Mm -hmm. I remember that show. But we did that weird uh, LA one for Linkin Park. That was a tsunami tsunami one. That's right. That was a benefit. What what year and month are you looking at right there with Hazen Street? March of 04. Yeah, it was before Warp Tour because they were on Warp Tour too and we already in, we hung out with them that year. Okay, so Hazen Street. But we are, For context, everybody, Hazen Street is uh, Toby from H2O. Chad from Newfound Glory technically wrote and was on that album but yep. couldn't be in it. Um, some guys from Madball. Um, Bullets and Octane did some Dave show. Oasis. Went on. Dave Kennedy who's still in Angels and Airwaves now. Right. Yeah. Awesome, like hardcore, but kind of. Tremor was Mackie from Cro-Mags and other hardcore bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were just a hardcore supergroup that was doing exactly. like some hardcore hip hoppy kind of middle ground shit. And it was their side project for all these bands. But us being big fans of you know of a lot of these bands and Toby who had sang on Page Avenue on Falling Down uh, because H two O is one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, we were like, fuck yeah, we're taking them on fucking tour. And, and that, that was their first tour. Yeah, that as, was like their first that, real after tour. they made that album. 
that was on Benji and Joel Madden's label produced by Howard Benson. Yep. And it was supposed to pop the fuck off. Everything was like kind of lined up and we, it was a pretty big tour, right? It was a pretty big huge uh, headlining tour. Like we were doing at least thousand fifteen hundred every night. It starts March 21st, but it was longer than that. Yeah. It was somewhere in there. That makes sense though. Yeah. That's when that tour was. it, It ends in April and then goes into us doing some festival like radio shows. Getting in a fight with Godsmack. That was Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. We'll, we'll do a whole episode on the Godsmack fight. Should we tell the story and then then just wrap it up? Yeah, probably. No, I don't want to tell that story today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's no, hold, let's hold I that. I just want to finish this touring Good cycle call. out. It's almost done. And then Warp Tour starts. June. We did a lot of radio shows right before Yeah, Warped we Tour. basically all the radio stations that were picking up until the day I die and Anthem Over Dying Day, we had to go play all these radio shows June to support 26th. that, which radio shows were fun too. We all love that shit because it's a big fucking festival of 20 bands that are fucking huge and it's all so much fun you guys remember when uh, the first warp show that year was in houston you guys remember we played at radio show and i made that chick drink all that jägermeister yes and she almost died and they florida yeah they we went back to that radio station and they like because of story of the year they have like all these she she was a, an employee of the station. Oh, like the DJ. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. we were like, were we in the studio or we something? Were in no, studio. we were at a festival. Disturbed played. Yeah, yeah, no, but, but like it was on air. Uh, guitar tech. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was on air and like somehow we like better. Did it on air? Yeah. Like, 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 it was like a, like, like a dare thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're all acting crazy out here on the radio. Yeah, but like still to this, I don't know if I went back there with Greek Fire or we went back like for Story of the Year or whatever, but like the radio stations like it's like a known thing that story of the year because of our changed band, the policy changed all the policies about drinking and like all this yeah, shit. She drank yeah. like a whole bottle of something. No, it was like half a bottle of Jägermeister. Like, Oh, she, everybody, everybody was took half. shots or something. And you're like, I dare you to drink the rest of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was something and like she that. Did. Yeah. yeah. And it was like nine, 10 in the morning. Yeah, or some she shit. had like <laughs> go in her car <laughs> and shit. Yeah. That's you had, right. You had power at the time. Yeah. You were peer pressuring yeah. people with our, uh, our staff. There was a few radio stations that, refused to play us because we we <laughs> fucked up a few relationships yeah, we did there was one in florida or something i feel like like i said something shitty on stage or yeah it was like no, a no cussing policy no, so there was one you know, in nobody vegas the fucking radio anyway yeah no that was in that, that was, was in vegas. las vegas yeah the big i was like fuck that nobody listens to the fucking radio while <laughs> oh wow, they're fucking playing our single and i'm fucking I'm and such we an were idiot. like one of the headliners did, of the yeah, whole thing i did that shit a lot back yeah. in the day yeah and then was that the same show that we decided not to play until the day i died <laughs> that was in Canada. Oh, that was probably the second. I'm gonna say that was your idea. Second album. Yeah. That was second well, album because we wanted to play. Is this my fate instead? Instead <laughs> of our hit, instead of our smash <laughs> debut single. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure Skip we should. Until the day I die. Pretty sure we sold almost a million records. We should probably play it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. We skipped that motherfucker. Yeah. We Billy Corgan did. Yeah. Yeah, but we weren't uh, that big or smart. No. No. Nope. Nope. We were. We were just kids. Had more hair. We but... didn't have a bunch of other singles. Nope. So then right after that, we did the biggest warp Tour that we ever did, which was 2004 warp Tour. That, that warp Tour. That, that shit popped the fuck off. Was like... It's a fucking enormous year. It's insane. And you can look up the fucking lineup. It was insane. Every band that was anything in our genre was on that fucking yep. year. And Glass- we, were, we were one of the biggest ones on it that year. It was watching Glassjaw every day, dude. That was the best. That was 03... Every year Glassjaw's ever been on it, I just went and watched I don't know them if they're time. on 04, but they it was... They, oh, they, they were? were I don't were, think... I think it was 03 they were on it. Well, fuck me. Uh, but Taking Back Sunday, Yellow Card, uh, Us... Newfound. Newfound. Yeah. Uh, 
probably used. Mike Kim was Mike, already. Mike Kim was on it. They were already popping off. Probably yeah. too much to be on the whole thing, right? No, they or were, were on it. No, that was 2005. Oh. Okay. I don't know if they were on 2004. It might not. Either have been. way, huge lineup. But 03 was like the build to it, and 04 was when like our whole scene fully went mainstream. Mm-hmm. So the shit was Starting massive. Line, I think oh, and there. other thing, yeah. other yeah. things we did to sabotage our career. <laughs> we decided to stop doing press. That's, was that the? No. Was that, oh, that was in 2008. Oh, never mind. Well, yeah, that was, that was way, way later. later. We did uh, a lot of press on 2004 Warped Tour. I we did hated, a lot of press. We did Samsung a signing. Singularly Live Lounge or whatever. Yeah, we did a long ass signing oh, every day. Samsung. But we were kind of dicks. So if you came through that line, we're sorry because every day we'd just be like, fuck, we got to be out oh, here. I, I, I thought we. With everybody. I thought we stopped doing like all the. No, we did an hour no, long did, signing yeah, yeah, every but day. But like the, in, like the press, press besides every day. that. I thought I we think, stopped doing that shit. No, we did 2008, we told everybody, no, we're not doing press. We didn't do press. We didn't do signings. God, we, we played it. for we 30 played, minutes and then party minutes and party the rest and got, of the time. Got, like if we played at two, we were drunk by three 30 and we just had a fucking barbecue and a party all night. Uh-huh. Priori- priorities really shifted. You know what I mean? How did uh, I get that so wrong from 04 to 08? Kind of reflects, know. reflects an know. album sales a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that 04 was fucking rad. Yeah. Oh, four yeah. Was, we, we were fully like, we were working, it's like an O2 and all the shit when we were coming up, we were working all day, every day doing stuff, but it was fully on our terms. And then when we were on a label and it was like, yo, you have to do this signing. You're getting paid to be at this thing. You're doing this. It started to feel like a, a version of clocking in, even though we were f- so fucking stupid to think that. Man, it was hot out. But, like, <laughs> it was hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Warped Tour is hard either way. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but we, sh- I mean, still, we should have appreciated but, it, but we would, we go do that Samsung. We got a little jaded by this. This we're like a year and a half I, into fucking touring. Said, it was nonstop. If we signed for an hour, nobody signed more fucking people than we did. No, we, we would, like we, we would cruise. people in like yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would kick ass on those signing lines. And we'd, Samsung with everyone. And, and Samsung that, and Singular Live Lounge. was the first time that like, I mean, being from St. Louis, like North County, like where our situation, like we became kind of like hood rich. That was like the first time we kind of like had <laughs> yeah. our version of being like, yeah. like fucking yeah. balling a little bit. Buses. So like, you remember just like, oh, we're, we're uh, in whatever city. It was like, oh, we need, we need bikes. Let's go buy oh, these yeah, like awesome, that. like bikes that we couldn't afford as kids, like going in truck stops. You'd spend like $180 in a truck stop on like, uh-huh. Just, all the things. Uh, every, every DVD that existed, we owned. Yeah. Yep. Going to the most days Josh, off, like parked at a mall, it was just like. I'd buy a new pillow every like two, three weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's like weird dude, shit. That's the thing with touring people, though, whether or not you make a lot of money, it's like you have money in hand. Yeah. Everybody has their per diems and shit. So even if it's just a merch person who's not making shit, they'll like, remember Mark and Scott would go into a truck stop and buy like a $60 like fringe vest yeah, as yeah. a joke. Yeah. You know, like they didn't have any fucking money, yeah. but it's like, that's just what to people... wear while they sold merch the next day. Cause I they, bought a they truck on uh, a, a monster truck, like a real truck off eBay in Detroit and drove it home on a day off with Timmy, with Timmy. That's <laughs> I remember that. Like, when so you, like we were saying, this is where we hit the like, Oh fuck. We actually make money now. Started buying dirt bikes on it. On it wasn't, eBay. it wasn't millions of dollars, but we were making good money all of a sudden. And we were all fucking 20, we, two or three or whatever. Oh, we no, like, dude, our company was making millions. Yeah, like, yeah. Not well, us yeah. We people, were spending like, a lot of money know. as a touring band as yeah, well, yeah. but but we were all yeah, making when, money. When you're yeah. spending thousands of dollars a day on buses and production yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, it's you know a bit like yeah. a business. You got you got all this gross income, but in the end, we were just finely middle class as like yeah. young yeah. adults, you know? Yeah. But that was like, like we're oh, all shit, like, I got money. I'm just like... Yeah, we're all like, I got a couple thousand dollars that I don't give a fuck about. For the first time in my life, you know? Yeah. Right. I did that a lot. Yeah. It, but it, it's the kind of shit, when I look back, like, when we were at our peak, we weren't making any more than, like, 
you know, any friend at the time who had gone to college and worked in like IT or something. Uh, and I had disagree. A, none of our friends had graduated college and done yeah, that yet. No. Now they all make more money than, than, than us. <laughs> we, but, made, we made more money than everyone early. That, yeah, that yeah, year, yeah, we yeah. were young as fuck. We made a bunch of money yeah, yeah, yeah. for we were like only those a couple few, years. Yeah, we were only a few. I mean, maybe I'm thinking about different friends, but I think about like... <laughs> yeah, maybe you had some fucking... My brother-in-law or... Hey, what background did you come from? <laughs> none my of brother, our friends. Like my brother-in-law or Jeremy Foster, Todd Kidd, dudes like that, they were actually in IT that ended up working for big corporations like... Our friends worked at like Hat Zone. And shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hat Zone. Shout out AG. Shout out yeah, AG. But yeah, like yeah. a few years later with a corporate job, like I talked a bit about this in the documentary, like they. Yeah, yeah. But like but, when we were 23, they were like just coming out of, coming like out of college and we were just like balling. Right. Know? So we, we were like. And, we, and, and for us. Then for, flash forward to the constant. And right. we're like, we were just a little bit ahead and it just, it all, it all happened so quickly instead of like climbing like a yeah, corporate yeah. ladder. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Five having literally having five seeing a five thousand dollar deposit come in your account is like holy fuck I'm rich yeah even though five thousand dollars yeah it, that's not shit on the like the scale of like a year I spend that real quick you know what I mean <laughs> or like you're thinking about budgeting like it's just coming in and you don't know when the next one is yeah. how much the next yeah, one's yeah. gonna be we were just acting like children like every band does like. Actually, the funniest. We were children, but at the end of that tour, we all went home and like bought houses and shit. Yeah, and, like, we we yeah. fucked up lots of shit, but like we were kind of smart. Like we, were, we knew we all hey, we weren't we we were spending money on shit, but we weren't fucking like strung out on like cocaine and heroin and all. No, I spent like, zero we wasted money on shit like that. We bought yeah, houses. I still didn't even drink then. We bought houses. Did did shit like that, but still, dude. Like, you know the way we came up, the way we hustled and grind and shit, and then like, dude, I like. Everything that we've done and continue to do, like I would have done for fucking free. Right. And we were making like fucking way more than my parents ever dreamt of making. Yeah. You know? And which just is, to do this thing that I love and I would do for fucking free. Which as is far why, as I'm concerned, fucking billionaires. Which is why we got a little weird and jaded. Because the, the money made it weird. Like we didn't care whenever we were all spending like 20 bucks a day, even throughout all those bus tours, van tours before. Two bucks a day. We were, I mean, you know, even when it got to like 20 bucks a day and that's yeah. all you have, yeah. we were all like, cool, we have to fucking do this. And then all of a sudden we had a little money and we're like, fuck, sick of fucking doing signings. I don't want to do signings, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that thought starts creeping into your head, which is fucking weird when you're young well, because thing- later in life, now we're like, we would do all that for sure if we want, if we had to or whatever. Yeah. To gladly, be fair, gladly. waking up to go to a radio station to perform acoustically at seven yeah, yeah. in the morning Still sucks when you go to bed at four. I fucking hate that. Please, hey, please, you guys. hey! Like, like, I hope yeah. you guys all play my songs uh, uh, on the next record that we put out. But I'm not coming to your fucking radio station at eight a.m. Fuck hey, you! Much respect. Not happening. What, much respect what was, for you guys? What city was it where we played the home opener at a bar for a Chicago. baseball team? Fucking Chicago. Chicago. Oh god! At, uh, do you remember that? Fu- shit. You remember how we fucked? We just. Remember we we made an agreement right before the show, like let's not stop moving the whole time, no matter what happens. Like we'll jog in place or we whatever just, it is. You can't stand still. We remember just that, fucked around. And yeah. then, that one and then that the fucking fu- walked on stage. And yeah, like just on the pedals and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then the the monitor caught on fire. Remember? Yeah, that's yeah. what no, I'm thinking the of. Monitor caught on fire at the Super Bowl party. Okay, Washington. That's DC. what I was That's thinking. That's when the toboggan came out too. DC. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I knew it was a sporting event. Yeah, what's her, what's her name was there. We made her fly out. Maybe that was that show then. Esther. Esther. Esther from Guys, where you been? Not, not Esther. Um, Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. that's Gabby what I'm thinking about. Because she yeah. felt bad because we were so fucking mad we had to go do it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. She was she was yeah. our radio rep from Reprise, which was part of Shout Warner. Shout out to Gabby. Yeah. yeah. So Skolnick? instead we got Did hammered and, and lit yeah. shit on fire in a 
brought a sled out. Dude, on the stage. the, 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 the only on time fire. in our whole career, the fucking yeah. oh no, the PA or the was PA, it a monitor? The, PA. the actual PA lit on fire during the set, yeah, yeah. and like somebody th- took it outside and threw it in the snow. Yeah. Yes, that was, that yes. Was, yeah. it was like a Super Bowl thing. Yeah, yeah. and we were yeah. like, "Cool, show's over, yeah. fuck it, done." So, so was, so was that the morning thing, or no. was that the home? I don't the home know. The home opener was a Chicago thing. That I, was at like nine in the morning. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's, that was in the evening. We flew in and did the same. It was all in one day. So yeah. which one did we make the pack to never stop running? The it, Chicago one. I don't know. And Chicago. somebody saw know. us play and thought that we were serious and were like, "These guys are fucking insane. This is amazing." <laughs> Remember, there's a band. I just remember having full on uh, Cardinals gear on, and they were pissed. Yeah. I just remembered we were like any any radio like gimmicky thing we had to do. We we're like, fuck this, let's not take it seriously yeah, at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would just do the dumbest shit. Yeah. Like all of us have to play with shirts off today. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we would do stupid shit like that. Yeah. Or hey, we all have to wear white t shirts today and write something dumb on them. Like we would. Yeah. You get it gets so monotonous that you just have to do weird shit mm-hmm. after there, a while. And there was also like just that again that like hardcore kid mentality where. All of a sudden now we were, even though it was our band that was succeeding, we felt like we were being like oppressed by the authority <laughs> of the label. So we were trying to rebel against it. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was our own fucking We were trying band. to rebel before we even started touring, like on a record, the lyrics to uh, oh, Unheard yeah. Voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody was just trying to ruin my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe and that's... like the label, we had the best label experiences. I like, know. The, they the never, sweetest people. Maverick was amazing. Epitaph was amazing. Yeah. Like we, they were always super supportive and we like, just. Like yeah. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to be oppressed, but we weren't. No, it's so we weird. had a great experience. God. But dude, waking up, we never went to bed before 4 a.m. and having to wake up two hours later to go perform on air yeah. acoustically. That shit was rough. Yeah, we and came in the building and everybody was already drunk. Hey, what you know? was that like? Oh. It was never, it wasn't ever because, because I didn't drink I'm at the time. the fans. I, was, I know, I no, was no, sleep. I mean. No, we're I, talking about in the station on air. Oh, more, those things, yeah. The, I'm just that saying. Yeah. a lot more in the van, which is fucking worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care Same. for any other reason than my voice just was fucked because we would play at 10, 30, 11 at night and I'm screaming and fucking yelling and running around and, and my voice is gone like every night, you know? Yep. Uh, and then I'd wake up at eight and have to sing. And I'm like, no, I remember yeah. doing like, uh, I couldn't fucking do it. I, I was so terrible. If anybody ever heard any of those radio performances, it was bad. Apologies. Like every remember, fucking day. Yeah. And I knew it was bad and I couldn't do anything about it. I remember doing like, uh, like CD, like CD store, like record store, like acoustic it, performances. In stores, yeah. And like me and Adam would just be like, cool. <laughs> we'd just be sitting there the whole time. Is this the year we did like, um, I mean, this technically counts as a show, uh, like, Jimmy Kimmel, Carson Daly, Craig Gilborn, uh, yeah. Pepsi Smash. Like, yep. we did all that, that shit this year. All for that year. That year popped off like nothing else. I and mean, we talk about like when we had all this money, we're talking about a period of like maybe 24 months total. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. just seemed like years. And then when we, in get the in, when we get into the second record, we'll tell you how we lost like $200,000 <laughs> on a couple tours. And mm-hmm. uh, now we're grownups without money. But, dude, I, I remember despite all of like the hardcore rebelling against our own success bullshit, I do remember being in the studio for, um, Craig Kilborn, which was, what show is that now? Late, the late, late show. What did, what did that become? No clue. I don't know. one of them. It became, uh, what's his name? Corden now. Maybe James Corden's show now. Yeah, but there was another British maybe, dude before that or something. Maybe, Scottish maybe. dude before that. What was this guy? The Craig, Craig Ferguson. Yes. Craig Ferguson. We did his show. Yeah. No, Which, not Ferguson. Craig, Craig, Kilborn. Craig Kilborn. Did we not do Craig Ferguson too? Nope. Either way, the no, we Craig Kilborn, Kilborn went on to be something else. A late, 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 late show, whatever it is. I remember being in the studio. 
we did sound check and it all shut down because like there's that union thing like we do sound check from here to here everybody takes their break everybody fucking clears out and it was so professional and it was so much like real broadcast tv i was like oh this is this is a big deal like this is legit i i was finally having a moment where i wasn't like this is stupid i was like (laughs) jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel was what i was thinking yeah we did that, Jimmy Kimmel. That was another example. Did we do the outside one or the? No, no we, we did, did the, the inside. inside. We did the That's inside right. one because yeah. I remember we watched the used yeah. the outside one and we were like fucking sweet, which was like a, the yeah. like a warp we like, stage almost. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's the only one that like stayed on air forever. Yeah, Carson Daly's show was on for a while, but yeah, we yeah. did that. That yeah. was the first one. Yeah, we did that, that one. That was the very yeah. first one we did. Then Craig Kilborn, maybe. Then Jimmy. That shit's all on YouTube. Yeah, you guys can all go watch that if you want. Until the day I die, Mach Six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, before we were didn't before sound we great. Together. We just jump around and look like idiots, but it yeah, worked. Yeah, People yeah. were like, "Man, the band's sick." And then Pepsi Smash, nobody was doing that. Was shit. like, what was they, like they, the, one of the last things we did? And they I did think, like, like a that. just like a, a like a concert series season of that, right? Or that was that yeah. was great. That was, was like a, prime time TV. Like the fucking yeah. Yin Yang Twins. Yeah. I was yeah. about yeah. to say, yeah, we were the two came in our dressing room afterwards, and he's like, "Y'all did your thing." They were all stoked. They were fucking awesome. We we had we flew like red eyes back and forth. Oh, that yeah. was rough. You know those kind that, that was like primetime NBC. Like it was on at like 7 p.m. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. They, it was like Friends was on at the same time as we were on fucking TV. But that, we, we that crushed black, that uh, thing. Those, those black leather Kenneth Cole bags, I still use the motherfucker. Yeah. Still to this day. So it's you still would, my main touring bag. You would do things like that, either, whether it was a TV thing or if it was like a big radio show and you were one of the headliners, they would give you, what do they call them? Like a... Parting gifts. Yeah, it was like a, like, a, like a gift bag thing. Like gift bag of shit. Yeah. And it would be like all the, all the sponsors, there'd be like, uh, whether it's like... We, also, we got like headphones. Yeah. yeah like a uh, g- gift certificate to a fucking private jet thing, which we would never be able to afford. Yeah, whatever. weird shit. A free, you know, bag, a fucking a shirt, like whatever. A gun. <laughs> a gun rack. A firearm. Um, yeah, like you said, we still have. I still that, use it. That these, shit's still around. Like if we ever got like free, these head those these headphones, headphones are from Warped like oh four. Yeah, have somebody to be. gave those to him fifteen yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, I have all my shit. It's That's why I got house. all kinds of money because I don't buy shit. I, I but I buy everything, <laughs> and everybody uses it. So I'm gonna start collecting rent. <laughs> I don't use your shit much. Not like Ryan does. He's the only one that owes you money. Oh, uh, I owe you all kinds of money. Yeah, I'm nah. gonna, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get you eventually. Like the dude. Look, we did we did one more huge tour called the Nintendo Fusion Tour, but I yeah. want to save that one. That was the biggest tour we ever did, which we recorded live in the loo on that. Well, biggest headlining tour. I yeah. mean, biggest headlining tour uh, in the United States. Well, in you know, States, we'll get yes. in depth on that one. But that was the that was the closeout of the Page Avenue uh, record, record cycle. cycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had this, mm-hmm. we had that like we were saying earlier. Had the two buses, and then we were supposed to write in the second bus. We had that electronic V kit, that rolling drum set. Yeah. Which Josh never played. I think never played it. it. I think Gabe. I think, I think, I think sucked. I we think tried Gabe to write. Still has it. Does he? I think so. We tried to write like twice. It, it didn't work. Yeah. Like this we, is we weird. Ready to write? We, That's we, weird. We, let's we just, weren't ready. Let's just skateboard we and party. The, yeah, we weren't in the right mind frame. That was but. like a full two years of like playing like six hundred shows. It's insane. In between all that, though, May of '04, we did the UK and Japan for the first time. Mm. That's right. Mm. Yes, we, we did a and, lot of overseas. And we had overseas. walked red carpet in Japan. What's so tour? any yeah. day off in between these tours, we were in another country. Yeah. yeah. Tour support from the label to afford to go there. Yeah, Remember when that dude in that Scotland almost two. beat you up? Yeah, the dude at McDonald's. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. He was oh. speaking that Scottish shit. I couldn't we, understand we it. Did, we did. <laughs> that Scottish shit. <laughs> We no, the there's, like, first. there's like a weird there's, fucking dialect there that you can't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's like in fucking... Uh, if you're not from there. 
Snatch. Yeah. Yeah, when they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost like that. It's yeah. exactly what it is. When they go to the trailer park and Snatch, it's whatever that, like, that happened to it was us. was crazy. And yeah, like, he would try to fight you. Yeah, and we couldn't understand anything we were saying. Was and freaked, he, he was like 14. He was yeah. like a kid. He was a kid, but I was scared of him because he looked like he was going to stab me. <laughs> yeah. There was like a really <laughs> shitty neighborhood, too. I was freaked out, too. I was freaked out because I was laughing because I thought he was, like, super funny. And then I was like... Nah, this he's, is he's for this real. is like for real. This right, dude, he's only funny because you just watched Nash. He's gonna kill you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what it was. Yeah, uh, we went to the UK. Pikers. They were called pikers. Pikes. 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 That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, future podcast episode. How many countries have we eaten McDonald's in? All of them. But but yeah, uh, we did the UK on that, and, and then flew and then, to Japan, and then Japan. That was all the overseas touring we did on that record. Because yeah, we that's did Australia we did. on the next record. Yep. That's right. Chase for the first time. Yeah, yeah but we did. Four or five shows in the UK. We did a BBC like live thing, in studio thing. Yep. Yeah, and then we flew directly to Japan. And did Remember three buying shows. calling cards? Yeah, going to payphones yeah. and calling cards. We didn't cards. have fucking cell phones that you could just text people with. You didn't have iMessage. No, you had a cell phone. You yeah, but you, use it, you couldn't use it. It was like five hundred dollars to use your cell phone there. Calling yeah, cards, like, pay as you go shit. In the UK, the first hotel we stayed in, it was called what was that hotel called? The, the Columbia. Columbia. No air conditioner. No air conditioning. The TV was like yeah. an eight-inch TV. Yeah. They had like six channels. Like one notch above a hostel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was very hostile-ish. barely opened to get some air in there. And it was the high... Like at that point in time, it was like a record heat wave in yeah. the UK. Remember, Gosh. we all hated it the first time we were there. Oh, we were, we're like, pissed, this sucks. dude. And then like, we went got, back and we're like, wait, this is actually really awesome. Ryan but- got all flipped around on his sleep schedule. Oh, that yeah. was the first time he did that. Yeah. That was a trend for many years. Yeah. Like, the shows were fine, but just like being there, we none of us had fun that I, first I just time. Felt bad. I'd have like my little portable studio set up oh, in the bathroom. Like, Yeah, he would go in the bathroom and play his guitar. <laughs> It'd be like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. Because I'm just going to take a nap. All right, dude, I'm going to go walk around. Eight hours later. <laughs> yeah, I got all fucked up. That's the best. We're, we're good now, though. We'll, we'll talk about how amazing Japan is uh, yeah. uh, in favorite. a future thing. We'll just lump that all in because we're we can, lucky I, as I hell. seven episodes on Japan. Yeah. That's, that's nice. what I'm most excited about with this new record and all the shit that we're getting ready to do is getting a chance to do everything that we did but do it fucking ten times better and go to all these places. Like, with Wolves, we got to go to some of these places, but... I'm excited to go fucking everywhere. Yeah, we haven't been like proper UK like touring and Dude. we did those that festival slam dunk last year, but that was like two cities. We didn't get to do like a proper yeah. a lot long, of this, long, long time. A lot of these and have the time to go do things. Yeah. A lot of what we're doing right now, like behind the scenes, like in terms of writing, like feels very reminiscent of this era and I don't know. I'll Wait, just, are, we, do, are we going to put another record out? What are you talking about? Yes. I want it, all this talk about pounds. All this talk Dang. about touring. I just, I can't wait to do it again, man. I can't wait. Yep, we, we, we did get a little jaded in our middle years and kind of lost sight of how important certain things were to our career, but how fucking lucky we, we, we got, were. Yeah. We got over all of that in the last <laughs> like five to six years and we appreciate every little fucking bit of all of it. And we want to do any of it again that we can do realistically. And I didn't want to stop with you guys. <laughs> We'll get into all that. Um, all right. We want to answer any questions. You just no, want to wrap this shit up. No, let's be done. I think we've talked long enough. Yeah. How, how long? How far Fuck are we the in? questions. <laughs> Fuck the people. <laughs> we, we rambled a lot on this one. So. I think that was two hours and at least a half hour. I was going, whoa, what, where, where was it? Wait, wrong day. So let's wrap this shit up. We're real excited about uh, our whole career and our future and all that. So sorry Except we get all crazy years. and our brains scatter a lot because we don't know what the fuck. 
We're not sorry. What we did. We're not sorry at all, actually. Hey, this is the same conversation we'd have with you if you were in the room with us. This is how yeah. it would happen if you're sitting at the bar next to me and Josh while we're drunk. But we'd ask you to take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Dan. My name's Adam. <laughs> hey, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Page Avenue Crew podcast with yeah. us. Let's keep doing it. We'll keep fucking telling these stupid stories if you want to keep hearing them. If you want to find us on social media, our Twitter is at Story of the Year. Our Instagram is at Story of the Year. My personal is at Adam the Skull. Josh underscore Wills 29. At Dan Marcella. I am Ryan Phillips. Thanks for listening to the Page Avenue Crew podcast. Peace out. Love you. How can we go on?